I believe a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Thursday, July 6, 2023, and we have Wando Savin in the house in about an hour. I moved back to start early here so that we could get Kirk Elliott's uh, economic update as well as get a bunch of news and some prophetic reviews in all before Juan comes on. And so we can give Juan plenty of time to weave his stories like he always does, right? So um, Wanda, welcome you to the today's Blessed to Teach show. We'll also be doing praise and prayer later, so make sure that you are on to just listen to some beautiful worship vid- music with some beautiful videos linked to scripture. That's, and then really hearing praise reports, testimonials is awesome. And then we pray for any prayer requests that you guys have out there. So that'll be after Juan leaves. So probably a few hours from now, we'll get going on praise and prayer. Hey, but with that, I wanted to just bring up a, one article just showing Disney just dying on the line. Uh, dealt another major blow as they actually get downgraded. Um, so we see Disney stock has was downgraded by investment company Benton KeyBank Capital Markets over fears of stalled growth due to lower attendance in Disney World and Disneyland theme parks and lower streaming viewership. You know they've lost over $890 million, I think it was, on their last nine videos they've gone out as they've moved to the woke agenda. But this is just, again, the judgment on the woke companies, the cabal companies, is going to create uh, one of the major factors, I believe, in the stock crash. So let's get a more, a more, uh, I guess, I guess well educated person on <laughs> with that, the double doctor, Kirk Elliott, to talk a little bit about what's going on uh, this last week. Kirk, how are you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing, Rick? Yeah, I appreciate it. So I appreciate you coming on on a Thursday. You're usually coming on Mondays, but with the holiday, appreciate you coming on and uh, let us know what's going on since the fourth here. <laughs> well, it's it's been wild since the fourth. I'm I'm glad we had another couple of days to actually see some of these things kind of manifest and play themselves mm-hmm. out. So, so first big thing, and and literally, I think this is some of the biggest news of the year that nobody's going to talk about. Uh-huh. Literally. Um, so on June 30th, LIBOR, which is the London Interbank Offer Rate, which is 
basically it's it's the loan uh like fees so so when you get a loan whether it's a car loan a home mortgage credit card a bank's loaning to banks countries loaning to countries basically LIBOR is the baseline of all mm -hmm, of it right then you add on top of that different risk factors like well what's your credit score because if you have a bad credit score you're gonna have a higher rate of good one to a lower rate right what's the duration of the loan is it a 30-year mortgage or a five-year car loan what's mm -hmm. the asset is it a house is it just a personal consumption loan like a home equity line of credit is it a car is it what is it right so mm -hmm. so you add all of those factors on then ultimately you get your interest rate that you pay right so the LIBOR which is the base of all that is tied to the US dollar that's what it's pegged to right so literally every country around the world um, basically is based on LIBOR whether they have good credit or bad credit they all get this LIBOR rate right mm -hmm. so so here's where it all changed on just on the 30th of June. So they're moving towards what's called the SOFR, the secure overnight finance rate. Hmm. So as of June 30th, LIBOR died. It's, wow. it's done. It's no longer being used. And when I was researching this, I couldn't believe that it was happening this quick. I mean, I knew it was coming, but it's like, what? It's just, just some rogue internet blogger talking about it and hope, you know, saying, but no. As you Google it, the first like 30 entries that come up are different banks that say, hey, we're changing our interest rate structure as of, you know, the 30th of June, LIBOR is gone. And so, so they're going to start adjusting their interest rates. Here's why this is a huge deal, mm -hmm. because SOFR is not tied to the U.S. dollar. The rate that you get as a country is tied to the assets of the country. Mm -hmm. So you've got the BRICS nations mounting up tons of gold literally thousands of tons of gold um like we've talked about in previous shows china has like i don't know thousand tons supposedly this was last year right. last year they had a thousand tons as of this morning the report just came out for for the numbers up to may of this year 2,092 tons. So they've doubled their gold holdings in the last 12 months. Nah. So then you've got you've got Russia that has 1,600 tons. You've got Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan, India, all these BRICS countries, right? So here's where they're amassing tons, thousands of tons, hundreds of tons of gold. Why? It's an asset that backs up their currency. They knew what was coming mm -hmm. with this new SOFR move, right? So. So here's here's a sad statement. This is the saddest statement I've made all day is, what does America have? What, what do we have that's an, that's an asset, right? Well, we have oil and gas production, but we can't really utilize it fully right. because we're, we're constrained by environmental, environmentalists of, of you know, drilling in the Gulf, in the Arctic, because you can't, you can't drill in, above the Arctic Circle very much because it might impede with like moose migration patterns. It's like, all right. So the environmentals, they're, they're, they're basically, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I believe more in the smartness of animals than the environmentalists do because I know full well, if a moose is walking across the ice in the Arctic and they come up to an oil rig, they're not just gonna stand there and say, well, what now? Right? <laughs> yeah, right? That's right. They're just gonna turn to the right, they'll go around it and they'll keep going. That's right? like that's like, like, like people of color can't go get a license, right? It's like <laughs> I mean it's just it's, it's just like, the dumbest Yeah. <laughs> some of these things are so stupid. 
And then you've got no fracking and you've got refinement, refinery constraints, right? Because of the environmentalist movement. So, so what do we have? All of our jobs were, were outsourced overseas, service jobs, everything, right? This is what Trump was trying to bring back. Well, we've got Hollywood, I suppose, but, but really, I don't know if that's an asset or a liability now. <laughs> I, I really don't know, right? So, so what does that mean? It means that the BRICS nations with all of that asset backing of their currency and mountains of gold and manufacturing is going to get a better rate than the United States is for all of its you know, citizens and everything else, puts us automatically at a competitive disadvantage, right? So this is what's happening. This is a big deal. This is massive last cog in the US reserve currency you know, thing. It's like, it's gone. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's literally as of June 30th, it's gone. So. That happened over the weekend, over the 4th. What else happened? So, so the United Nations um, basically is, is, you know, it was reported last week after a meeting that they had in March that UN Secretary General Guterres, he, he's basically saying, we're going to have a biometric identifier ID card that's attached to people's bank accounts. Mm -hmm. This is going to happen by September of 2024. Well, just this morning, literally this morning, more of the notes of the minutes of these meetings came out. Well, this is called the Pact for the Future, and it seeks permanent emergency powers for complex global shocks, right? So, so let's read this a little bit. I'm, I'm actually going to read some of the highlights from the actual document, right? Okay. So they're, they're saying one such policy is an emergency platform, in quotes, during any events that have a global impact that would provide the UN the authority to actively promote and drive an international response that places the principles of equity and solidarity at the center of its work. So those Globalism. are key words, equity and solidarity. <laughs> Sounds like social control, right? right this is yeah. what the document we talked about a couple of weeks ago was, was referring to from the same meeting. Now, mm -hmm. let's go one step further. So the report notes that some details of the emergency platform were outlined in the UN Secretary General's declaring, quote, I propose that the General Assembly provide the Secretary General and the United Nations system with a standing authority to convene and operationalize automatically an emergency platform in the event of a future complex global shock of sufficient scale, severity and reach. So what's a complex global shock? Well, we don't have to think about it. They tell us in the next paragraph. It says, things that could trigger the emergency are, or basically trigger emergency authority, are including, but not limited to, major climatic event, future pandemic risks, a global digital connectivity disruption, major event in outer space, a generic unforeseen risk, such as a black swan event, right? So... So now they want this unified global response to whatever crisis is declared. They, they determine. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with this. So under this emergency authority, it's an initial finite lifespan. Like say, like, okay, we can instill these and employ these emergency authorities for three months or a year, right? But here's the, the scariest sentence of all. It says the UN would be able to extend it indefinitely if it saw fit to do so. So what does that statement say? That statement says, if this emergency platform is approved, which the Biden administration has backed this proposal on multiple occasions, the United States, as we know it, could cease to exist. I mean, literally, that, that's where we are. 
and and it's like rick let's let's hypothesize here let's say you were the president okay you're the president of the united states um or if i were right and the voter voting public voted us in to actually make decisions on behalf of the country would you or i give up our decision to some non-governmental international body like the united nations or anybody or who of course not. the who that says yeah we'll, we'll give you the authority to act on my behalf and to make decisions instead of me right i'm giving you my authority i'm giving you the sovereignty that comes with the head of this nation nobody would do that right and i mean this is insane well, but here's here's uh, the unless you want the new world order. <laughs> well, that's the issue because there's I don't know how many countries, 192 or how many are part of the United Nations. Like literally, this has almost unanimous support. This stupid idea. Yeah. It's like what president of what country? The president of Japan, the president of Mexico, the president of of Germany, right? Whatever. Why would they give up their sovereignty to some person that literally is not an elected official? They have a job. At the United Nations, because right? they just be, get paid a salary. Because they're so like what? Because they're selected, not elected. <laughs> Correct. See, this is the world that yeah. we're going yeah. into. This all happened, not not prophetically speaking, a year or three years down the road. It happened last weekend. The United Nations stuff happened in March, and now we're seeing the reports of that meeting. This is actually happening right now. It's not some kind of a dystopian end of the world future movie, right? This is happening right now where we're giving up our sovereignty as a nation to an international body where we can they, we can be cut off from buying or selling if they don't like us. And so then you have the another huge story. I mean, literally a lot has happened this week. A lot of times big things happen during slow news weeks and people are on vacation so it doesn't get a story, right? So. So the Russian embassy in the Russian Times, it was reported because they, they posted on their official site on Twitter, their official page, this is coming from the Russian embassy, the BRICS nations are going to be backed by gold, and we're excited about it. It's like, what? So it's been speculation. You and I have talked about this numerous times, that the BRICS nations getting rid of the petrodollar, basically the amount of thousands of tons of gold being backed you know, purchased by the central banks. Okay, that tells me that they were probably going to back their currency with gold, right? right? Speculation though, until now, when one of the largest BRICS nations embassy says it's gonna be backed by gold. Well then- Confirming. You, you, yeah, there they was complete confirmation. So then you go a little bit into the future here to August 22nd through 26th of this year. So five weeks away. Um, the BRICS nations are having a meeting in Durban, South Africa, and it's a big meeting. They're, they're, they're inviting 30 to 60 heads of state from other countries, and I don't know what they're going to announce. They haven't said it. However, they're the BRICS nations. They're trying to be the world's reserve currency. And if you were doing a big dog and pony show and some major announcement inviting 30 to 60 presidents of other countries, why not have it in one of the crown jewels of your two biggest countries? like in Shanghai or Moscow, well, they picked South Africa, the smallest of the BRICS nations, and they didn't even pick the crown jewel cities of that country, like Johannesburg or Cape Town. They picked Durban. So you start to connect some of these dots and everything that we're talking about. Why? I believe this is very symbolic. 
South Africa is the largest gold mining country in the world. Durban is the site of the largest gold mine, the Durban Deep Mine. Ah. So I think that they're going to announce to the world and to all these 30 to 60 heads of state saying, hey, join our currency, join this coalition of power, and we're going to back it by gold. Look at this big, huge mine behind us right Mm -hmm. here in Durban, South Africa, right? I I would venture to guess that that's what's going to happen, and I'm speculating here, but why in the world would you have a meeting like that in a, in a, you know, uh, off the cuff, you know, just decision to have it be in some smaller city and in, in the smallest country in the BRICS nations? I don't think you would unless there's a symbolic meaning for it. And I believe that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what's that mean for the average Christian patriot? It means everything that we've been talking about allocating to gold and silver. I think gold and silver is going to go through the roof, right? Because, <laughs> If you have the BRICS nations that are going to back their currency with gold, gold is going to go up a lot, but silver has some serious catch-up to do because there's a historical ratio between the two metals. This is why we're allocated into silver. I believe it's going to outperform. Let alone, you've got lack of supply, diminishing supply because of manufacturing demand. This is where believers can say, oh my word, Kirk and Rick, you guys are talking about the worst news today. I hate it. Mm -hmm. Right? But But what we're talking about is the hope. Once you understand the times, like the sons of Issachar from the Old Testament, who understood the times and knew what to do, that's our prayer for my prayer for this generation, right? It's like, I want to understand the times and know what to do. We we identify these, these moments of paradigm power shifting movements in the global economy. And then we then get to prosper from that. We can... Um, have biblical abundance of peace, of finances, of relationships, mm-hmm. of safety, right? God is a God of abundance and all of those things. And we can have that when you identify these trends and they don't have to control you, but rather you can take advantage of them, right? That's, that's our goal and why we bring this to everybody's attention because there is a solution, right? That's why we talk about it. Yeah. And I think, um, I, I just I talk about this almost every time. It's just what excites me is all the shorting and derivatives that these large Babylonian system banks are are suppressing uh, silver, especially right as well as gold. Um, but uh, boy, once that dam breaks, watch out! Right, and uh, so so uh, and it's liquid. It's liquid, so you can get it out within uh, three to four days. Right, uh, once one, even if you have it in the Delaware or or the now the Texas. The depository the Texas right, is where depository, you are, right? right right so you can have have that and plus you can have some on hand especially smaller coins that can be used for bartering just makes complete sense just just to and and we can get they can get free consultation from the private advisors of Kirk Elliott so what's the best way to do that Kirk so give us a call 720-605-3900 and just say that that Rick sent you or you can go to Kirk Elliott PhD. Now, there's a lot of scammers out there who are pretending to be me and it's awful, mm-hmm. right? Like KirkElliottPhD.com, the, but they only had one L in the last name, right? Mm-hmm. And I actually have websites set up. It's mm-hmm. like, that's not me. I have two L's, two T's, mm-hmm. PhD.com forward slash B2T. And the only way to call us is to actually call that phone number, no other phone number, mm-hmm. right? And and so they've got an online form through you or to call us. Those are the only two ways. If anyone's saying something like, 
hey, this is Kirk's personal email, and, and he's given it out on the show so anyone can get to him sooner. Don't believe it. It's not true. I never give out my personal email, right? But but here's where we can then be wise about it. Call us. Fill out the form. Get to us. One of my amazing team members will give you a call, ask you some questions, and get you out of the path of this hurricane. When you meet with one of our advisors, we'll, we'll figure out what your dreams are, what your fears are, what your aspirations, your goals are, and get you in the right place at the right time to take advantage of all of the stuff that we're talking about rather than that stuff taking advantage of you. Yeah. Another thing, just uh, differentiators, you have a commission up front and you have nothing on the back end. It's free. You can sell it anytime you want. A lot of these dishonest people have a fee to sell at the end. And obviously in an asset that could explode, you're going to be paying 100x potentially of that fee. Um, Kirk's fee at the end to sell is zero. So um, again, great man of God, goes through reawaken tours with us. Um, appreciate you coming on and educating us on what's going on, uh, Kirk. Appreciate you. It's my pleasure. We'll talk soon. All right. God bless. Isn't that awesome? God bless. So you can go again to kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T. That link's down below. Make sure you spell that right with a double L double T. It's easier probably if you just call them, like he said, and that would be 720-605-3900. You can do international, many international customers, 720-605-3900. And also, uh, guys, if uh, just think about, I've done multiple transactions. Even if you've done a transaction with them, think through your cash, your anything to do with, with wealth that could be uh, stopped by the banks and or could just crash completely. A good time to really protect yourself. Here we are, New York Post saying, House Freedom Caucus oust. MTG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, after Lone Bobert spat. So this is interesting, kind of sad that this happened, but this shows you got uh, two kind of heroes of the um, movement, the MAGA movement, right, of MTG and Lore Bobert kind of spatting. Um, and it was all over um, silly things. That's too bad that we can't have unity in some of this type of stuff, but when you have you know, strong personalities fighting for the country. Sometimes this happens, right? So I just want to make sure everybody understood this um, as we as we dig into um, what's really going on here. And you know, I think these are two of the real true patriots. So it's kind of sad because there's very few of them in the House, right? But you see, the House Freedom Caucus booted um, MTG in late June. The Post has learned the first official. Expulsion in the history of the group's conservative lawmakers. Republican aides confirmed that Green was ejected from the hardline caucus this uh, just weeks after she cursed out fellow member Lauren Bobert, calling her a little B-I-T-C-H. So that's what happened there. A vote was taken to remove Marjorie Taylor Green from the House Freedom Caucus for some of the things she's done. Um, Representative Andy Harris told Political, adding that it was an appropriate action. I think the way she referred to the fellow member was probably not the way we expect our members to refer to other fellow, especially female members. A uh, spokesman of the caucus said HFC does not comment on membership or internal processes. So, so the House Freedom Caucus, that's the HFC. So, uh, But then we know because we heard it pretty much C-SPAN caught it all. And so what happened is that Lauren Barber put up impeachment that, uh, uh, articles for Biden that were almost identical to what Laura, what, what MTG had done earlier. And she goes, I've donated you, I've defended you, but you're 
been nothing but a little B-I-T-C-H to me. Uh, and you copied my articles of impeachment after I asked you to co-sponsor them. Um, uh, and so she, so Bobert said, okay, Marjorie, we're through. We've never, we've been, we were never together, Green reported. So that was the big spat. And so anyway, you, you can see here that uh, here's MTG talking to other people about it, about that fact that she had this and they didn't co-sponsor it. And, you know, Bobert just kind of took the higher road and basically said, hey, I didn't come here to spat with uh, well, my enemies, the Democrats and Joe Biden. Right. So that's kind of the way that went down. Just wanted to keep everybody informed of that. Uh, don't, don't think it's going to really change anything. We're going to have those two still fighting for us as we go. Dan Bagino explains why there's zero chance the White House cocaine brought in anyone other than the family. So he explains the the process and the security over the White House. So it obviously had to be um, most likely a family member. He says there's absolutely zero chance of anyone other than the family member brought that cocaine inside the White House complex. He said on Twitter, no chance that would make it past the mag security checkpoints family bypasses those so uh <laughs> that's kind of an interesting we kind of know that um hunter and who else knows uh, is, is is doing cocaine in the white house right trump aide walt not uh, nada pleads not guilty in classified document case after several hearings delayed again nada appeared for his raiment thursday in miami federal court this is just an example of the weaponization of DOJ, not not just going after Trump, but just like all the J6 people, anybody that's a patriot, and that obviously here you have somebody that is is Trump in his in his circle, and anybody that was around Trump, I'm just like simple, similar to what they attacked with General Flynn. Um, we have the DOJ continuing, Biden DOJ especially going after patriots. Um, State Supreme Court lets University of Delaware keep Biden Senate records hidden from the public. This is one of our poisons that we have out here is the, the, the whole captured operation of the judicial branch to where they make rulings that protect the deep state. So here you have that happening right now with a Delaware Supreme Court sided with the University of Delaware Thursday denying the release of President Joe Biden's Senate records in a lawsuit brought by the Daily Caller's News Foundation and Judicial Watch. So you can see here you have the Supreme Court siding on protecting the globalist Right, that's that's what we have here. They they really intimidate these judges and or buy them off or they're part of the cabal. So we see that captured operations becoming very very obvious to everyone. That's why military is the only way, right? But we got to fight and use our courts and fight locally to clean up our school boards and everything, so that when we when the military does act. More people are awake, number one. Number two is, a, is it's not as much of a cleanup operation when we restore these captured operations, right? So we just don't want to give up right now. This is not the time. This is the time to continue to fight and obviously use our authority in Christ as we pray, right? Comer hopeful. More findings in Biden family investigation will be announced next week. So uh, I think right now you're going to see um, just drip, 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 flood, right? Continuing as we as we wait on the huge events, but um, the the Biden family investigation has become really clear. Where they were using a very sophisticated plot of all of these 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 uh, secondary organizations, right? That kind of hide everything. You see that with all the foundations, like the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and all these foundations that 
Matrix and Shady have, have, have located and how they use that to launder money around, right? So you have all these NGOs, non-governmental organizations. You have all these different different uh, LLCs. and Everything's being laundered to hide where the money's coming from. But they were stupid enough to have the exact same numbers going, you know, split the accounts and same number, same number, same number, all the way to the Biden family members. That is going to be completely obvious soon. All right. Hey, we have, again, 107 coming on here at the bottom of the hour, here in about a half hour. Then we have Brian Artis coming on next Tuesday, and Wednesday will be Stella Emanuel. And the following week, we have Reverend Craig Hagen. we got the Analyst of Time, Bull Polney, a lot of an expert in gold and silver as well. And Jim Meehan coming on, an MD that has got functional medicine and is in this battle against Big Pharma, really showing the truth about medical. It's awesome to have an MD to come on the show to talk about that. He was on uh, maybe a couple of years ago. It's going to be great to get an update from him because he is a, a firecracker when it comes to battling this, all this. OceanGate suspends all exploration and commercial operations after the Titan exposure. And um, this is just really weird, right? Like they're trying to hide something now because now you can't even go down to see the um, Titanic wreckage because they've closed operations. Makes sense because their CEO died in that. But this was like, seemed to be a huge distraction. A lot of anons are ca- catching on to that. It'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. But it looks like they've suspended all exploration down to the Titanic area. Um, hey, there's a several words from the Lord that Amanda got after I traveled with her and Gus, you know, Gus and I traveled with her and Chris to um, Israel. So the first one she got was right here eight days ago. So it would be around the 30th of June. And I think it was when it was, or maybe 29th of June. A word from the Lord, Oceangate and pride at the White House. And I actually showed you guys that I was starting to hear from the Lord directly um, on uh, you know things for me, a little bit for other people, sometimes for the remnant. Um, but I'm now putting that in the journal of Alone Time with God, and I also will put a little little. Uh, so when when you go into neighborhood.social, you'll see the link down below in the show notes as well. But uh, when if you sign up for the show notes, just go to blessedteach.com, sign up for the show notes, and you'll get all everything I, uh, for every show emailed to you each Tuesday through Friday. Okay. Now, so the, but now I have this in the uh, discuss area in the blogs is where it is, right? And I'm going to be updating that mobile app so you can get to this easier. Uh, it's kind of hard to get to without it. And I'm also putting each day's in the form so that if we want, if you guys want to discuss any of this, that you can just come in and discuss it, right? So if you go into fun and you go, I'm sorry, into discuss and into uh, into form, you'll see I put the. Um, a thread there and there's three posts there so you can actually click on these to see see what's in there and you'll see there's the recent forms right there Rick's alone time with God from July 6th so you could actually discuss that as well as you can see all of them together I like this because you can search them all just get control F and you can search all of the days together so that's why I do that in both formats but I just want to let you know that but one thing he told me was to study this specific word of Amanda Grace's. So I'm going to dig into that with you right now. This was not the July 3rd one. I want to go back down to the one that she had right after we got back from Israel. Um, we got back on, the I think, the 28th. She had this 
oh, she did dated it June 28th. So she may have got this on the plane or probably the night that she came home. So this is um, about Oceangate and Pride at the White House. She put this out on her Rumble channel and YouTube. But I had somebody go ahead and I was waiting for them to post on the blog, but still not there. So I'm gonna, so I had had a, a volunteer that's just awesome, pull all this together with this, our searchy tool and edit it so that I can study this with you and, and look at this with you because I think it's really exciting what some of her, this prophetic word where the Lord talked to, to Amanda. So this starts with this glorifying the Lord as, as most of hers do. All honor, all honor, glory and power to be him who sits on the highest throne. Uh, Almighty God, Adonai, Lord of hosts, his spirit hovers over the earth. The earth cries out in this hour for redemption. He is holy, righteous, absolutely good, and perfect in all his ways. And to his kingdom, there is no end. So here he starts saying, And the spirit of the Lord says this day, Oh, the races, says the Lord, the rat race, the race run in the flesh. Who shall be led by my spirit, says the Lord. And says the Lord of hosts, proxies. The race is for the highest seat. Proxies have entered the race. Proxies that have made deals with other nations who are being funded through a double-blinded shell company, says the Lord. And their own mouth shall speak forth who is their source. For watch who they defend, says the Lord. Watch who they rationalize. For some have made deals with the sons of that devil. And this shall be made known, says the Lord. And the race is purposely been muddled and packed with voices to cause confusion and the people to err, says the Lord. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, not by my power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Woo! Let's unpack this a little bit because uh, each one of these paragraphs uh, really are insightful. I believe this is talking about the presidential race, which we're calling the rat race, um, the, uh, that's being run in the flesh, right? So I think this is somewhat, you'll see later, a warning to Trump to, to make sure he's focused on the Lord, not running in the flesh. But it's also showing that you got a bunch of in-the-flesh battles here on earth um, fighting for that highest highest spot in the land. I think they know that Biden has no chance of winning. Um, so they need to get somebody to, to win in the primary over Trump, right, or knock Trump out because of all everything. And I think that's what it's talking about with the rat race. And says the Lord of hosts, proxies. This is why they have so many people coming in. A proxy is something where it's basically, instead of you doing doing it directly, you have a proxy like, like right, that's doing it for you, right? So you see all these people that are basically puppets of some entity, right? They're puppets. Proxy is really similar to that. And so they, so you basically, that's what I believe DeSantis is, representing the rhinos, right? And you have, uh, um, I, I believe that the globalists are putting up Pence, right? Now Pence may be playing kind of like a double spy. So, so we've got to be careful of judging people too heavily here. The race for the highest seat, obviously, that's, that's if you talk about the United States, that would be the presidency. Proxies have entered the race. Proxies have made deals with other nations who are being funded by a double blind shell company. That's what the Bidens are doing, shell companies, right? So here you have these double blind shell companies that are funding through so they can try to keep away from all the campaign finance laws and just putting millions and, and, and millions of dollars in all these proxies, which are, you know, uh, all, all the people running against Trump right now. They, they're going to need to do everything to keep Trump out. That's their whole 
uh, the whole battle. And their own mouth shall speak forth who is their source. So this is interesting. For watch who they defend, says the Lord. So when they're defending somebody, it's basically going to show who they really are. Watch who they rationalize. So whoever DeSantis and Nikki Haley and Pence are talking about, right, and all the other candidates that are talking good about and who they're rationalizing, that's who's funding them through the double blind shell company. For some made deals with sons of the devil and this shall be made known. And we'll get to know about this eventually. It'll be awesome. Hopefully sooner than later. And the race is purposely being muddied and packed with voices to cause confusion. So they're trying to get everybody to talk bad about Trump or try to come with a, an idea that's different. That's why Trump's being so aggressive on getting his policies out there and being doing so many um, appearances to make sure that that confusion is, hey, that's just another Trump way of thinking, right? It's MAGA. <laughs> they're trying to figure out how do we get people off MAGA? It's too big of a movement. And says, and, and how's that going to happen? Well, it's not going to be uh, um, the people, they're trying to get people that, that in the, the, the air, the people to air, but what? Nah, not by my power, but by the Spirit. So he's going to, his Holy Spirit's going to tell us the truth, and all the shenanigans and the confusion is not going to work. That's what I believe that paragraph's saying. <laughs> That's Rick's interpretation anyway. Let me know what you think. And so all of this is really deep, and there's no way we can get through all of this today, but I'll get through as much of it as I can before. Uh, one of seven comes on here at the bottom of the hour okay the might of attorneys can only go so far however i am the righteous judge i'm above the legal system of this world and you shall chase your tail and tie yourself out if you do not fully surrender to me in this hour i believe that is a message for trump all right he's got all these uh, the doj's after him he's got all these attorneys he's going to tire himself out as he's fighting right and left and right and left, he's got to turn to the Lord, fully surrendered. For this is the hour set for destruction of the family line, the father and the sons. That's Trump and the sons, I believe. This is the hour that they set. They have cast lots. They have made marked such on their calendars, believing these chains of accusation shall stop and bind. Juan will be talking about that tonight where they, they literally have these satanic numbers in their head and they have certain dates that they have to do things on to have supposed power based upon all these um, cultic, cultic practices, right? However, says the Lord, there is a weak link in the chain and says the Spirit of the Lord this day, this election shall be different, says the Lord. A war of roses, the rose garden, says the Lord, this shall be different and the sequence unlike those in the past. So the sequence of this election, this election is going to be different. I believe it's going to be a, a military-driven um, election, and that's totally have to have have a, a counted votes by uh, just like the way we want it, right? You have to have your ID. I believe that they're going to they're going to have so much election fraud that's exposed, Dominion systems, Sequoia systems, all the the 54 at least at least in our country. I believe all that's going to come out before the November of 2024, and I believe we're going to have a special election. That's what I believe. When it's going to happen, when all the exposure is going to happen, that's the Lord's timing. And the Lord says of hope, and, and says the Lord of hosts, King Belshazzar praises the gods of gold and silver and put his earthly power above mine and clung to his idols. And for that, the hand appeared on the wall. Remember that? We studied that just the other day. Um, that's out of the book of Daniel, where literally the handwriting was on the wall right um 
You have been judged and found wanting, says the Lord. That was what was written on the wall, right? O Justice Department, the hand shall write on your wall, for you have corrupted and corroded justice and idolized and weaponized and praised the work of your own hands that you have created in order to tamper with the people, to tamper with the elections, to tamper with my plans and my purposes. And for this you shall be judged and found wanting as one of your own staff depart from the Titanic that has set itself a rogue course and shall expose the blueprint that you have created for such a time. So we know the DOJ has been weaponized completely and it's going to be completely exposed and somebody, there's going to be a whistleblower that's because they know this, this, this uh, DOJ is being exposed so badly that... Uh, that the Titanic, it's like a Titanic. Everybody knows it's going to sink, right? And so they have this rogue course trying to take out Trump at all costs and attack all the patriots that are voting for him, right? And then what is it, what's going to happen is that there's going to be a big whistleblower that shows them the blueprint, everything about how they put specific days and times to attack Trump at certain. That's why Jack Smith is asking for the delay. They want this to be... They want to release information and leak information at the specific days that have power in the cultic timelines. I believe that's what, that's what this is all showing us. However, what is spoken in the Rose Garden, those thrones shall dig even more into justice and it shall cause a very public open wound, says the Lord of hosts. For I am the God of justice. I bring justice of the highest caliber. It is righteous. It is holy. You have tipped the scales and you blinded justice and falsely weighed down the scales to tip in your favor. However, there is about to be a very large swing of the pendulum coming back. And what you have sent forth is about to make a turn to implode from within, says the Lord of hosts, and it shall be a very weak public disaster. I'm sorry, and it shall be a very public disaster, says the Lord, that networks in a panic shall even turn against such as they all see the writing on the wall. So this is still a continuation of that writing on the wall. And what now you're seeing is that the blinded justice they've done, that they, they now see the pendulum coming back. And now all the evil stuff they've done is going to be completely exposed. And even the networks, this is crazy. The, the fake news is going to say, oh, um, let's report on this. We can't protect them any longer because it is a sinking ship, right? The writing, on the, the writing is on the wall. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, tragedy in the ocean is a sign of a greater to come. A submarine gone rogue. A crisis is coming. Red October. Gone, of course. Gone off course. And heading on a rogue mission that shall be intercepted, says the Lord. So basically talking about the tragedy with Ocean Gate that we just talked about earlier. Um, there's going to be, just like Red October, a rogue submarine, but it's going to be intercepted. So that'll be interesting drama. Um, Q's always talk, talked about Red October quite a bit. So could it be this October? I don't know. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day. Pruning. This is an hour of pruning, says the Lord. Not for your harm, but for your good. However, the pruning must be done by me, as those who are too eager to chop off the limbs of the trees, where there would never be any growth back. I am a God of order, and I shall do the pruning and removing, for I know the motives of the heart and the manipulations and the palcations, the placations, and the games shall stop 
for I protect those who truly speak my word. So guys, this is a warning to not throw other believers under the bus. Yes, they've made mistakes. Yes, some are teaching maybe slightly incorrect things or maybe even major incorrect things. But we're not the one to chop off the branches. God will prune them. Many will come back and grow, right? God will chop off the whole branch if he needs to. So I believe this is a judgment for us. He will prune us individually. Get that log out of our own eye before we try to get the speck out of somebody else's eye, right? Um, we need to come in unity and stop attacking each other as believers. I, I believe this is really, really um, convicting, even uh, as me being a past apologist where I attacked all everybody that did the prosperity gospel, um, attacked everybody that thought differently than me, basically, or at least trying to defend my specific belief system. I've opened my mind quite a bit there, and I think that's what Lord wants us. He, it's his vengeance is his, so is the pruning. The pruning is his, not us. Right, unless it's within your ministry, that would be a little different, right? In a month filled with such heinous pride, many will fall. For those who have attacked the office and mantle I, the Lord, have given in an attempt to extort and take what does not belong to them, for they have allowed greed and mammon to take them over as they are lured right to a demise. Obviously, this is talking about the church that has accepted LGBT plus versus trying to help but love those people and get rid of the sin, right? And so that's, I believe, clearly what that's talking about. For I, the Lord God, have sent my heavenly host and holy angels before you, and the plots of the enemy shall fall to the ground. I, the Lord, shall dissipate the noise. I shall cut through it and bring you out of the confusion that is attempted to swirl around you. For I, the Lord, am setting things right. I am putting them in order. I deem fit, not what man wants, not what man thinks they deserve, what I, the Lord, deem fit and just. So this comes back down to again where these angels have been sent out and they're and they're going to prune the church, right? And it's going to they're going to cut through all this stuff. They're going to cut through the confusion that the that the cabal's trying to 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 give to get us and uh, they are going and he's going to give justice, not the justice department, not what you and I think should be done to all these people. It's going to be what the Lord deems fit and just. But it's obviously not going to be putting up with the way the DOJ is handling it, the justice, the messed up justice. Now, this is all capitals, those of you on the podcast. And say, the Lord of hosts, I am strengthening my firstborn. I am preparing them for a mission. It's talking about Israel there. A mission that will change the way the world views Israel. A mission that will help save the people of nations thirsty for weapons and power that they have not been ought authorized to have i believe it's primarily talking about iran but it could be a, you know in the hezbollah but you also have um, other entities there um, as well obviously we we went out to all the borders on our on our tour um and it was just really intriguing but there's there's not only hezbollah who's taken over all the weak nations pretty much but you have hamas um as well still still others that are that are around them surrounding them all over the place but i think this is primarily talking about the uh, nuclear weapon of iran for rulers of the darkness of this world rule over them says the lord they are desperate for tools of destruction that's the nuclear weapons to harm my firstborn to harm america any deals made with such nations shall be a final judgment upon the leaders who made such 
So all these Arab nations and even Biden administration trying to do a deal with Iran, that's going to be more judgment on them. Once such a covenant is made, I, the Lord, shall judge them and write on a scroll the wage of their sin, for deals of destruction are set in this hour to be made, and the spine of those deals shall break. So that's good, because if, um, if they do redo a, the Iran deal, um, it's going to actually be a, a breaking point for the Lord. They're in the cup of iniquity will be full at that time, right? As I, the Lord, raise the right hand of Israel, their strength, I give their leader, Netanyahu, a strategy that shall bring forth maneuvers that shall leave nations in awe and trembling, as I, the Lord, shall utilize them to pay the wage for covenants being made. And I shall supernaturally protect them as they covertly go forth first, and they shall be sent in the air to shop to, I'm sorry, to stop the advance of hungry rulers who want to destroy the land I, the Lord, have given to the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And that covenant shall stand through the tumult, through the noise, through the mission, through the offense, through the UN attempting to interfere and make threats through China using the UN as a proxy to bind my firstborn at, on the altar. It shall not happen, says the Lord. It shall not happen for what they attempt to bind. They shall be bound on the altar of sin and blood instead. Woo! Again, God protecting Israel here and really making it, making it very clear that uh, those are, who are trying to attack him. And it looks like there's going to be, they have a world-class air force in Israel, right? That they're going to be something that in the air to stop the advance. Um, they did one uh, just, uh, just um, I think it was the last decade or so, where they uh, literally took out some things in Syria. Right, where all the pilots were able to return after doing a huge dive. We learned all about that um, and when, when, during our tour. The whole point being is God is going to protect Israel and they're going to have to use their weapons against these Islamic nations trying to destroy them. For I, the Lord, shall go forth strong and mighty and bind the dragon and muzzle in its mouth. And talked about China at the end there. China is using the UN as a proxy right, to try, uh, basically it's like the, the the Lee family line of the cabal, all, all the CCP, they've infiltrated the whole world, right, with their spies everywhere, and including the UN. For so, the Lord shall go forth strong and mighty and bind the dragon, that's China, and muzzle its mouth so it may not breathe such fire for a season. And so this dragon will be let go later, but I believe this is going to be the time we're in where everything gets delayed and we get to do the best is yet to come. We come in and take possession of the nations. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, Israel and America go forth parallel, says the Lord. Events in tandem, for they are connected with those in a White House smeared with pride, have cursed Israel and its halls and quarters, and have looked for ways to assist in dethroning Benjamin Netanyahu. Instead of, and remember, Benjamin Netanyahu is the Trump of Israel. They're going to work together. And so just like they're trying to take Trump out, they're trying everything they can to take Netanyahu out as well. And Biden has done everything against them that's possible. Instead, it shall be their seat that is taken. That's Biden's seat's going to go. For a month filled with pride shall birth forth many falls. And I believe it's not only Biden, it's all the rhinos, all the globalists fighting against Israel right now. And a smeared rainbow on a White House shall be a scarlet letter and a taunt and a byword for the second half of the year continues. For the rainbow shall be torn, says the Lord, and its roots and its innermost fibers. 
it shall be torn. I believe that's going to be Democratic Party and the rhinos and all the globals fighting each other. Um, that's kind of the way I look at that. Let me know what you think about that. Again, now we've got, uh, I know, we'll see if, if one is on time. We've got six minutes left, so we're going to continue to, to nail some of this because it's a beautiful prophecy um, that, that the Lord gave Amanda. Strange fire, says the Lord. They attempt strange fire, and their agenda shall suffer the largest public blow and harm in history as the grace has thinned, and that rogue rainbow has been the spike that has divided the nation. It's a rogue rainbow. Remember, it's only got six stripes versus seven stripes. That's the first thing, and they took out one of the major colors, right? So that is the image. That's what, that's what Satan does. He can't create anything. So he mirrors what God does. And now he mirrors it and distorts it. Instead of being truth, it's a fraud. It's rogue. That's why God said a rogue rainbow has been the spike uh, that has divided the nation. That stake driven deep into the ground, the hand of one I have chosen, shall now pull it out and it shall be destroyed by fire. As I, the Lord, am moving forth against the serpent. That is challenging what I, the Lord, have set to do. And those speaking for the serpent, those who think TLC is their voice, shall fall in the season. I have called out to them and the ears have been deaf. The token family shall fall for such, says the Lord. So putting the rainbow on all the embassies out there um, worldwide, funding all these pride parades, the Biden administration doing this, the State Department, as well as defiling the White House. Um, that's, I believe, the token family of the Biden family is going to fall. And I think TLC's talking about tender, loving care. You guys let me know what that is is but again it's clearly the serpent talking about the serpent all over here is behind all these entities that are doing all these things right that's why we need to use our power and authority in christ to call them down and says the spirit of the lord this day take courage in this season hearken unto my voice so now this is our instructions right there guys we we should take courage not give up not be depressed hearken unto the lord right Hearken unto my voice. Many voices attempt to push and pull. However, says the Lord, it is my voice above all that matters. My instruction and my ways. Do not listen to fables in this hour or information gone rogue, for it will lead you down dark rabbit hole farther away from me. So this is a real big warning to those who are um, anons and others that are putting out all kinds of information, many what the Lord's called junk intel before. This is talking now about um, information gone rogue. So you're spending, if you're not spending time in the Bible and you're spending all your time reading junk intel about all these rabbit holes you're going down, it can be healthy to think for yourself and go down some rabbit holes, right? But you've got to pull back and make sure what's first. What's first is God's instruction, His ways, His voice. And the only way you can listen to that is by being in His Word, the Bible. Or, and praising him and learning about the word and our praise and prayer, word and worship as an example, right? That just beware of not going down too many rabbit holes. Because he's saying, for it will lead you down a dark rabbit hole further away from me. If you want to be pulled away from the Lord, spend all your time looking at junk intel, watching videos and not even being in the Bible, right? You need to be in the Bible as much as you read any other things, watch videos about all these different topics. 
It is time to come back on track, says the Lord. I am calling the trumpets of this nation to depart from the road they have traveled and plant your feet in the road I, the Lord, have prepared. He's got a path for you. Talks about submitting all your ways to him and he'll make your path straight. Right, that's, that's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Just read that, memorize that. It's a great scripture about trusting the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, but submit all your ways or acknowledge all your ways to him. Submit all your ways to him. Knowledge everything. What happens? He will make your path straight. Right? This is really, really talking about that right here. And, and I think trumpets of this nation are the MAGA team. It's, it's us as MAGA, I believe, is calling. I am calling the trumpets of this nation. This is the MAGA people that love the Lord. It's the Christian patriots. It's a remnant. I am calling the trumpets of this nation to depart from the road they have traveled. So again, if you're, I think that's primarily people spending not enough time in the word and too much time with junk intel and plant your feet in the road i the lord have prepared for i will be shock absolute shock with the race to november and the scandals will be deep however says the lord a large crack shall be exposed Korah's rebellion shall be exposed remember that whole story of Korah, where god split the ground they all went under because they were levites had a great role in the authority of God, but they wanted, no, I want to be a priest. I just don't want to be a Levite. And uh, God judged them, obviously. The dividing line between those who worship the golden calf and those who pursue me as leaders shall become clear. So this is also, a, 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 I think, a direct warning to Trump to fully submit to him. So let me know when if Juan comes in the house and we'll get started right away when Juan gets on. So I heard a, Heard something backstage there, but let me know. All right. Do not worship a man, says the Lord. Man is a tool and an instrument in my hand. Seek my face, not my hand, and seek above all my will for your lives and this nation, for my ways are higher than your ways, and I am allowing what you see unfolding as rumblings before the sobering shaking occurs. For in this season, says the Lord, the hunters and the mercenary shall be hunted, says the Lord. Man, have we heard that before? Is that not cool when we hear the Lord giving his prophets things that Q said and just <laughs> just the fact that these 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 people that are doing the sex trafficking that we learned about in Sound of Freedom. If you haven't seen Sound of Freedom, highly recommend you get to the theater. You can go to angel.com slash um, sound of freedom. Angelstudios.com. Angelstudios.com to get tickets as well as there's free tickets there. You can also help other people buy tickets in the pay-forward model. It's beautiful. But um, do not worship a man. It is vital that, that, that there's Badlands Media and a lot of people that are doing great work over there. And they're t reporting on uh, all the Anon research and going down a lot of rabbit holes. But they, they're not talking about God at all. Right, and and they're and they're in and many of the, some of these people are really put putting Trump on a pedestal. That is not what God wants right now. We need to unify as a remnant around what God is doing, not Trump. Okay, man is a tool and an instrument in my hand. See my face, not my hand. This is real interesting. I've never seen that. Seek my face, not my hand. Right, it's like seeking the face of God means really wanting to know somebody versus seeing what He's doing. Right? Does that make sense? Oh, what's God going to do versus Lord, let me get to know you. And uh, then I'll know what you are doing when you move. Big difference. Seek my face, not my hand. Right? And seek above all my will for your lives and this nation. This is what's your calling. That's why I have a whole training course on helping people do that called 
becoming an impactor for truth. It's, if you go to blessedteach.com, you go to the training tab, you can become part of the impactor for truth team. It's a self-paced course, plus we have a weekly meetings, um, and it's just a beautiful time to really get to be a very good person to red pill other people, bond with your family, being able to um, explain the reliability of the Bible, um, but most important, you become an impactor for truth and you find out what your calling is, how, what's God called you to. For my ways are higher than your ways, and I'm allowing what you to see unfolding as rumblings before the sobering shaking occurs. So again, his path's going to be different than what we would think. That's why you lean not on your own understanding. You can't limit him. He's got way bigger plans for us, and we're going to get the... You, you delight in the Lord, you're going to get the desires of your heart, and it's going to be desires you probably don't even know about right now. It's a beautiful way just to... This is, this is why this, he, this is in capital letters, right? No matter what department attempts to shield and bury, I, the Lord, shall exhume and pursue, and to Joshua shall be raised up to pursue such, says the Lord. For the attempt to shut the area like Jericho. However, I, the Lord, had determined to fall. The pursuit shall lead to two falls in tandem within one family. As they attempt to further cover up dealings with another nation shall come forth, uranium, plutonium, and petroleum shall be tied to such. I believe this is talking about the uranium crisis and everything that, uh, and, the, and this, this Jericho that is the Clinton Foundation. And what's going to fall is two, two people, two falls in tandem and one family is Hillary and Bill Clinton. It could be talking about Joe and Hunter, but I believe this is talking about Hillary, uranium one, and all that was was uh, was Hillary Clinton, right? And so I believe both Hillary and Bill are going to be falling. Watch the embassy, says the Lord, in this hour, and attempts to distract. Pray for the embassies, the U.S. embassy in Israel. I was there and visited that just uh, last about a week and a half ago. Um, pray for a security breach is at hand for a multi-city attack on the embassies has been planned in order to create smoke to hide the fire that stretches across the oceans to lands that do not know me saith, says the Lord so obviously this is this could be China as well as many of these other countries that uh, when it's across the waters right even the US um, government Obama, etc. It talks about Obama next. Um, trying to, they they hate the fact that they we use move the embassy to Jerusalem, right? Thus says the Lord, and Obama and the race. Just watch as well as a burning bush, for they are being drawn back out in the season. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, have eyes to see, the ears to hear that, what is in the Spirit, the rotch hawk. Kadosh has to say, for what channels proclaim should not be above my word and my voice. So this is interesting. So this is, you know, this is going to be either Obama as in, uh, or, or Michelle Obama and a Bush coming back in, maybe Jeb Bush trying to come back into the presidential race after, I believe, Joe loses office. Um, I think that's probably, how, if I can get a Republican and a Democrat, that are both cabal and get the American people to say, okay, let's replace joy with one of these two people, anybody but Trump, <laughs> right? They're going to play some type of game to flip out Joe Biden because um, he's not going to last till next November. Uh, so that's going to be real interesting.
And this whole last part um, is, is about just listening to the Lord. And don't listen to other channels, right? Listen to the Lord God Almighty. You have surrounded yourself with voices that have stretched the truth, that have added fable to such, and that have become a snare. Untie yourself from such and cleave unto me first, and I will... I, the Lord, shall make it clear what is truth and what is a lie. Oh, the lie of the serpent is at work, and a great deception has cloaked your nation. And so who is this? You have surrounded yourself with voices that have stretched the truth. This could be Trump talking about that, right? Could be just talking about us as a MAGA movement, if you will. Um, but it's basically that we got to untie ourselves from this false information, right? So it's going to be interesting. And the lords shall take the word of the spirit of the sword and the spirit and puncture the cloak and tear it wide and tear it where it snaps back. One part to the east, one part to the west. And it shall be loud, tumult with such occurs as California is preparing to vomit out the candidate that has made it sick. Look to the east coast in New York when such occurs. I'm not talking this about, about Newsom or if there's another California presidential candidate, but all kinds of stuff gonna be going on and chaos as God, sword of the spirit comes in to keep them to, to be able to achieve what they're trying to achieve. And so let me know if Juan comes on. Juan, just interrupt me if you, oh, as you come on, he's due here any minute. So I'm sure he will be here soon. I see, I see, uh, Gus coming on as well. I, the Lord, am a lamp unto. Mm -hmm. Hey, hey, Gus. Trying to get him in now. Okay, great. Awesome. All right. So, I, the Lord, am a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. A fox shall lose its entire tail and be deformed for what it has done. That's talking about Fox News, I believe. Springs in the desert in the fall, spat shall form. Just watch, says the Lord. I am God. There is no other. I, the Lord, am calling to my children to bear the standard I have raised through the wickedness in your nation. The standard shall be above that. Come up higher to bear such, for it shall be the force that helps turn your nation. However, my people must align with such. Those who do not want to stand will fall, says the Lord. If they cannot publicly proclaim my name, then I shall reject theirs, for they have insult, insulated what they have built and have shielded and have shied from defending the faith, and they have created weak soldiers. So creating weak soldiers, this is just talking about the leaders, the pastors that are being way weak and standing behind the, 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 the Johnson Amendment, etc. That's why we have to have a standard that's high, that we actually understand the word of God, and he does, doesn't change. That's going to be very vital for us as we go. But again, we need to be, the, in, the leaders in the land, those who do not want to stand will fall, says the Lord. If they cannot publicly proclaim my name, then I shall reject theirs. This is a warning. Trump needs to not just talk about God. He needs to talk about Jesus, Adonai. Right? That is going to be something that we can pray for as well. I the, I, the Lord, do not call the equipped. I equip those I have called. And such is the hour must happen for my children to be ready for what is to occur. For the spirit of chaos has slithered out to create a great tumult in your nation. 
use your authority, my children. Isn't this interesting? This is exactly what we were just studying last night too. Use your authority, my children, through Christ Jesus, for it shall weaken its plans and cause a retreat. However, it shall make a very serious attempt. He told me something real similar this morning, as you can go read on the blog. Come on to me, all who are heavy laden, and I, the Lord, shall give you rest. You shall learn in this season to rest in me, for I am your Father in whom you take refuge. You shall rest in me and watch the amazing happen in your lives as a time has come to rearrange and change what has weighed you down and created obstacles that should not be. Last paragraph of this says, trust me above all, the Lord your God, and watch me move in your life in this season, a double portion for staying your course. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the King of kings and my son who sits on my right hand, amen and amen. That's Amanda Grace's prophetic word from about eight days ago. And again, we just got through the whole thing. That's awesome. But you can see- The Wananator is in the house. Awesome. 107, <laughs> really appreciate you taking time to come on again. How are you doing today? Good, good. I uh, sorry for <laughs> I was forgetting to put the exclamation mark in on your thing. <laughs> no problem. My fault. Total operator error. <laughs> All right, in parking lot even. So. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you would have got more interesting stuff over the last few weeks, but uh, uh, today, unfortunately, I'm not in a very interesting spot. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, I apologize for that. Normally, I'd uh, have something more uh, entertaining there in the background, but. Uh, uh, it just means we won't get distracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, and um, hopefully you're safe. And uh, we have. Uh, oh yeah. Okay, good. All right, we have. Um, so I just want to quickly show people uh, it, um, before we get started with Juan is that you can go to his uh, fiance's. I think it's still fiance, right? Jennifer. Well, Matt. no, no, we're we're married now. Okay. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. His wife, Jennifer Mack. So you can see it on, on thejennifermack.com, thejennifermack.com. We have the matador there, all kinds of, you can get a matador for your, uh, uh, I guess a hoodie for your dog. <laughs> you can get all kinds of swimsuits. Um, you can, obviously the jacket, the famous jacket. I know Gus has this jacket um, right here. And uh, you can get all that at thejennifermack.com. So, so Juan, I just want to, we had Nino on last week. I just want to let you know that. And it was fun to hear him uh, talk. As one of the, he doesn't go out on other, on their shows very often. But he was talking about, I just have to ask you about this one, about how the deep state has, I mean, that we've failed as white hats, if you will, to try to capture the, the, the nation back like three times and failed. And he's really warning us against a dire um, circumstance if we don't uh, really use our authority in Christ and pray. So I uh, just want to give us a backdrop. Uh, he kind of laid a little bomb on us at the end there. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, there's a um, kind of a principle here that uh, um, God's people are supposed to act on what they know. And uh, that if we're um, slow to act or measured uh, when we come to certain things, you know, things of God, um, that, uh, you know, the lukewarm Laodicean uh, church mentality mm-hmm. that uh, you have wealth, you're doing just fine, and yet spiritually you're um, not just poverty-stricken but wretched, uh, that it's actually filthy. 
that there's something um, rotten, if you will, um, that's covered over, you know, uh, the grave site um, with rotting corpses inside and painted white on the outside to look all beautiful and everything else. And, and uh, so are we, um, in fact, that Laodicean church? Or the other side of the coin is, have we been um, where I'm, I'm kind of at for many of the uh, Christians out there, we've been pickled by um, society uh, in an active campaign, uh, a Luciferian bail Moloch campaign mm-hmm. to get us to roll acquiesce, um, you know, uh, uh, resistance is futile. And so we've uh, been beat up so much that we're ready to just be done. You know, you run people, I, I, uh, I was talking with somebody a while back that was in a, a very grave uh, medical condition. And this was not some old person or like that. This was a relatively younger person. And I've seen close friends that have fought hard if piss and vinegar and guts and fortitude could get you through and make you win, they had it, and mm-hmm. yet they didn't uh, didn't survive. And uh, but this person here a while back, you know, um, I'll just tell you, they hadn't had that big of a fight, and it was pretty short term. And I kind of had to kick him in the butt and and you know get him to think again. You know, got family, got people counting on him, and he's he's just exhausted, tired, wants to give up, beat up. But, you know, for so many in the church, um, you, you give them a little bit of uh, struggle, a little bit of resistance. And next thing, you know, I'm ready to go to heaven. I'm ready to be done. I'm just so exhausted, so tired. And it's like, really? Seriously? Come on, man. Um, and and in, in a very generic sense, the church is willing to... Um, acquiesced on lots of very critical issues and so it's an attitude thing um i think that's where nino's probably coming from more than anything else you know he's a fighter and there's things worth fighting for mm-hmm. um Amen. would you know you you think of people you know you can go back to the revolution the civil war all the classic stuff you know couple world wars, Korean War, Vietnam, you know, there's there's so many people that, you know, put unbelievable effort in. Um, and you don't even have to go to a war-type setting. Um, I was just talking with somebody earlier today about Charlton Heston and John Wayne. And, um, you know, in that Hollywood era, uh, that was becoming so liberal and had been going on for decades and decades. Uh, you know, uh, Jim Caviezel put up with a lot of pushback because he did Passion of the Christ. And uh, now Mel has said he's going to go ahead and do Resurrection, which is going to be epic. And he has, uh, you know, been thwarted in his career. Um, he made this great movie 
Sound of Freedom. And, uh, you know, by the way, you know, actors pick scripts, Mm -hmm. you know, they get presented uh, for every script that they might actually do. They might read a couple of dozen or more looking for the next one that really fits them, fits their personality, um, fits their career statement, the things they want to be remembered for. You know, Jim did Count of Monte Cristo and Disney has essentially made that movie, which is Jim feels, I think, his best, uh, disappear. He had uh, other stuff that he's done in TV shows like that. They just, you know, decided to uh, flush him because they didn't want to do anything that would promote the guy that played Christ, that did a great job of it. And so there was a lot of pushback. But I was was, uh, mentioning somebody earlier today, Charlton Heston. Um, After he did Moses... And the Ten Commandments, Hollywood didn't really want him around much. And uh, he got passed on a bunch of roles. Um, He did a couple of kind of oddball roles in there that you wouldn't normally have thought would be that great. Even Planet of the Apes was not projected to be that great of a movie. He just brought such class and style and depth that he took... Uh, what was going to be a B-minus movie, and it turned into a franchise. And it was because of his personality, his fortitude, his uh, presence. He was a tremendous actor, uh, including a stage actor, but he would not um, back down on his principles. And he held uh, hard for, for certain things that had to do with you know, what makes America, America, what makes being an American um, a great thing. And uh, he wasn't going to back down. And uh, John Wayne was a friend, and he had had coached him just that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so uh, if they can do that in Hollywood, in the center of the fight, we out here in the rest of the world shouldn't be fussing and complaining that making a stand amongst neighbors, friends, relatives, uh, people at work and like that, um, kind of holding a line. And, and what's, what's amazing about this moment is that all of these discussions that we've been having for several years, uh, you know, within this community the last decade at least, uh, are starting to come around and the people that looked at many of us as being cockeyed, you know, weirdos, um, you know, the one that, you know, people really didn't want you to come to Thanksgiving dinner or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, um, all of a sudden, you know, all those conspiracies that you were famous <laughs> for talking about um, are happening. Yeah. Even within the church, even in the normal community, you know, adrenochrome, 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 you know, oh, you're so just leave get out of here mm-hmm. you know i had a had an incident the other day i was uh, um going between locations and so we were uh, sharing a, a bus uh, a number of us and had a couple of people that were sitting um in a chair next to where myself and another person that everybody in the audience didn't know the name uh we were dealing on uh, discussing something political and it was a very 
casual discussion and we'd only talked for a couple of minutes and it was it was a very you know light um banter nothing intense at all but just hearing the name of of trump just hearing uh a couple of conservative things and they literally had to make a point of getting up out of their seat and moving to another area of the bus um and the other people around were like totally shocked you know what did we do and do anything we're having a, you know we're just having a, a very light conversation it wasn't anything even you know pressing or intense should i even have those conversations and this right. wasn't that at all and they had to they, they couldn't bear to hear the name of trump in a semi-positive sense mm-hmm. um and uh because they're just you know that it, it hurts their their tender feelings well uh the era where that kind uh and i wasn't here in the u.s i was somewhere else um but that kind of sensitivity and uh sense that you've somehow offended people by having an honest conversation um is wearing very thin yeah uh uh, out across the country, uh, out across the world, we see the consequences of a lot of these liberal or socialist or godless, uh, name the category, um, uh, activities that have gone on across the world and in the country. The consequences are there, and people do need to talk about it. This idea that stopping our First Amendment privileges by um, making it uh, untoward to have an honest, open conversation, um, th- that that's okay. You know, because that's what the social media, well, you can't talk about certain things. We weren't able to talk about the shot. We weren't able to talk about the election fraud. We weren't able to talk about Ukraine, except to say, go Ukraine, go Ukraine, destroy Russia, Russia bad, Russia bad. If you even raise exactly. uh, through the media anything about um, the extent of just that, you know, anything, oh my gosh, you're you're a criminal you you have a certain narrative that was accepted and your first amendment right to have anything but acceptable uh uh political talk any subject matter um was was uh stopped that's coming to an end even Mm -hmm. youtube had to stop and now wants to or said that they will allow any conversation on uh vote integrity Mm -hmm. so for four years we haven't gotten to have a talk on vote integrity all of a sudden we can have the talk on vote integrity all of a sudden now well you know and of course in this particular moment the reason they're doing that is they're getting ready to you know try to nullify what would happen in the 2024 election with the comeback of trump uh they're looking for any way to get ahead of it by saying whatever happens in the next election is going to be republicans cheating Mm-hmm. You know, not not what happened in this last one. So uh, these types of conversations, um, even even with Sound of Freedom com- coming out, uh, things that 
you just couldn't say whether it's you know something as extreme as adrenochrome or Pizzagate uh, uh, and the potential involvement of uh, people from the political parties, even our own government, fostering certain operations uh, that allow for children to be trafficked. Uh, you know, one of the things that uh, will have to come out and will come out more. Uh, Mel Gibson's going to do something on the child trafficking, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, but it was one of uh, one of my associates on things in some of the uh, stuff on election fraud stuff that was doing work for FBI and discovered that the State Department was transferring live art and protecting transfers of cargo with live art. What is live art? Yeah, okay. human beings. <laughs> I, yeah, you know, well, I mean, is it is it animals? Is it something else? What in the world's going on here? So there's important discussions that we are going to be able to have that we couldn't have had, you know, three months ago, six months ago, a year ago, that we will have to have. And the level of intensity is going to have to go up, and we're not going to be shut down. In a Laodicean church, you would shut up, uh, get out of the way, not be antagonistic, not bother anybody, not have conspiracy theory conversations, not push the limit. And what God said about the Laodicean church, because you are neither hot nor cold, at least be one or the other, but because you're lukewarm, I will vomit you out. Okay, uh, that it's totally reprehensible. It it will not go down well. Um, uh, God wants nothing to do with that um, uh, lukewarm uh, church. Uh, it's it's detestable. It's reprehensible, and. So we're in a moment as a people here in America, I don't think the American people were quite as Laodicean as some would think. What I think was the case was that we were um, psychologically worked very hard, MK Ultra uh, cooked, that we were pickled, that um, these masters of illusion um, had uh, so uh, conned America and the world um, from every direction you can imagine that people had, you know, lost their sensibilities somewhat. And so, you know, the scripture says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And there is a um, desire not just an acceptance, big difference. There is a growing desire amongst the American people uh, and amongst God's people, the church, to um, understand and to learn uh, God's will again, mm-hmm. to exercise Amen. it. That's why I've said, you know, there's, there's a huge revival um, in classic terms, coming to America. I don't know if I like the term revival as much as I like the term 
uh, just move of God because a lot of these people haven't ever actually been really, um, and I don't even like the word awake. They weren't aware. They were drugged in a some kind of a stupor, a drunk. Somebody poisoned the water. But we're coming out of that, and um, here's here's an example. Maybe this will help people to understand where I'm coming from. Justice Thomas, when he issued the ruling on Roe versus Wade, overturning 50 years of settled law with mm -hmm. the Supreme Court, he said that a prior court, in other words, 12 justices, uh, a prior court erred in its judgment mm -hmm. where they found that there was a federal authority right for the Supreme Court from a federal position to legislate what states could do in the individual states. Uh, the control uh, over abortions was a state's rights issue up till then, and a federal mandate was handed down that forced all states to comply with the federal order. Right. It returned the abortion issue back to a state uh, decision and put the voters in a position to control it much closer to home mm -hmm. and uh you know make those choices so when the court when justice thomas said the earlier court aired mm -hmm. did america lose its way on abortion or were we railroaded by uh, a court and people on that court legislating something and as hard as people fought, it, it, it didn't get turned over readily or quickly. And then a 50-year fight, all of those people who refused to stop marching at the abortion clinics, mm -hmm. um, going to the political rallies, speaking out in their conversation to family and friends, 50 years of settled law, and they wouldn't give up. Yeah. And People had case after case after case that they ran through the federal court system to no avail. Mm -hmm. And finally, um, uh, a, a small group with nary a prayer of getting anywhere any more than anybody else did get traction, held out, pushed it all the way, got to the Supreme Court, got a decision that changed 50 years of settled law. Mm -hmm. Was the will of the American people do have a federal abortion law or was that captured was that subverted was that uh you know unconstitutional well the current court said yes that the earlier court aired there's a lot of things happening in america which it's a captured operation um we see the uh revelations now about the Biden crime family. Mm -hmm. uh, 17 members of the family receiving payoff money. 17, uh, huh. funneling interesting group. number. 17, yes, <laughs> yes. And, and that's still just getting started. And it was only 5 million each to Hunter and to his dad on one deal. Right. There was multiple deals and multiple families. Money went to the Pelosi crime family, the Romney crime family, mm -hmm. the McCain crime family and numerous others, not just in the U.S., but around the world. So 
And that was just one series of transactions. And there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds more out of just Ukraine. Mm -hmm. So the reason why I mention that, if, if Al Capone says that, uh, you know, we're going to murder people here in Chicago and we're going to have uh, alcohol here, whether there's a law that says it's okay or not, and uh, we're going to have prostitution here in Chicago, and he mandates that that's okay and buys off police and judges and everything else to make that happen, is that the will of the people? And if it takes time for the uh, people, you know, to get a nest into the game, to get uh, the right policing activities in the right places and to begin to take it back, um, in the meantime, are they wrong? Have they done something wrong? Are they fighting back against an attack of evil. And I would say that America is just finding its sea legs again and getting back into the fight um, and beginning to become aware, alert, and sobered up to the captured uh, nature of the operation against America by Satan and his angels and his minions mm -hmm. and those that are have sold their souls out uh, to say loose for the devil, and now we're fighting to get back position. I don't think it's uh, fully that we're we were innocent in the attack, even though there may be some naivete there. Um, but it's not fully also that American people were given over to accepting this, uh, you know, ungodly activity, and therefore deserved some punishment so um when you go back to the federal abortion thing now state by state the people uh, many states uh did laws in anticipation of the federal law being overturned making it at a state level against law for abortions uh, at all or abortions outside of certain circumstances etc so uh They've anticipated this. Those states that want to, uh, and the people are inadequate to stop it, uh, allow abortion to continue and put themselves in direct conflict with God. I, I, yes. I'd say that, you know, you might yeah. wake up five or 10 years from now, and now the guilt of what's going on in your own neighborhood, in your own land, is more squarely set. You now have the opportunity to stop it and not have blood on your hands, if you will, um, within a state. Um, and so God's judgment would not be on your home, your location, in the same way as if, you know, you know using the extreme of a Capone-type situation, if murder and mayhem are happening in your area, there's a guilt that you're not getting on top of it policing wise and that you allow it to happen and like that. But if you are fighting back, then um, you're not a watchman asleep on the wall. Mm -hmm. You're not um, unattentive. You're being counted. And remember, um, Elijah, uh, when he was moaning and groaning before God, I alone still serve you i alone haven't you know uh given myself over to Baal and 
and all this other stuff. I'm the only one here. And God had to kind of snap him into shape and said, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> 5,000 haven't bowed their knee to Baal. Yes. Uh, you know, I have many. Okay. <laughs> there is a remnant in the land. Yes. He had to kick uh, Elijah in the butt and, and get him to stop his fussing and whining. We have lots of Americans. The turnout it's sound for freedom, sound of freedom. Yes. Establishes that, okay? Mm-hmm. Hollywood hasn't been bringing those kind of movies. Uh, uh, we get one, we show up. Uh, they may have done a lot of promoting within, you know, the alternative community in order to get that. But hello, excuse me, anybody notice the alternative community is alive and well and did show up amen of course we're still there okay there is a remnant that proves the case are we the powerhouse that uh, some of the rest of it is right now no but we are a valid strong remnant in the land and the tide is turning and now the responsibility to act to educate to discuss is is coming to us the beauty of uh, events like Sound of Freedom is now you have a point of discussion with people around you mm-hmm. that it's an opening. It's just like, you know, with my book, I, I call it a coffee table presentation. Uh, you might have a friend over, a relative, whatever, and it's on the coffee table. Uh, it stands out a little bit. They can pop it open to any page and read something that's um, probably going to jar them a bit that hopefully they want to read a little bit further and they might go back and start the book over and read the whole thing. Uh, That's the story over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you have a tool that allows for a broader conversation, opens conversations for people to think again about stuff they thought they knew, but maybe didn't know as correctly uh, or precisely as they had before. Um, it brings up topics that, that need to be discussed. So as you have financial issues here in this audience, people that have, have looked at that and some of the, the problems that we are on the verge of suffering from as a community, those things, uh, all of a sudden you can have that discussion because all of a sudden we're starting to look at, you know, what's the stability in the markets? What's the stability of the currencies? Uh, the business market, interest rates, things like that. Um, uh, what's the possibility of going to nuclear war? Why is this administration um, dangerous? And if they got there through fraud, who does it benefit? Did China help get Biden in there or did uh, Ukraine or other groups who are globalist in nature that benefit when we go to war? go a certain way when military spending uh, the budget gets diverted from you know getting people off the streets here at home to uh, you know uh, going to war in Ukraine from uh, policing our own border here to saying that Russia and the border over there is more important yeah uh, elections have consequences and so the ability of this audience, to now begin to engage in those conversations is changing as we speak mm-hmm. because uh, of things like Sound of Freedom, Breaking the Ice, 
and starting conversations that uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, and dozens of other platforms and social media wouldn't allow to happen, which then made it acceptable for people to stick their nose in the air. And the second they hear one positive word about President Trump or (laughs) any of a hundred other subjects that, oh, well, we won't listen to that. We aren't that kind of people. Uh, We don't want your kind at the Thanksgiving dinner. We don't need you um, in the uh, little club party discussion at the golf course or whatever, because we don't want to hear that kind of talk. All of a sudden, those people that were in this MK Ultra state (laughs) of what's acceptable to talk about and what isn't are um, going to feel the sting of societal pressure saying, no, we are going to discuss these things. We are going to have this conversation. And in fact, the numbers, instead of having 10% um, manipulating the rest of us to not have open, free conversations, uh, which is what Americans classically have done, uh, and banter, um, we're going back to those of us that are the remnant, just like in Elijah's period, being heard and seeing that we are going to marshal the vast greater numbers to uh, stop and overturn this uh, wickedness of silencing a godly discussion, a patriotic discussion, a, a lawful discussion. This this attitude that you know, if you talk about the police, it must be in a derogatory sense. Mm-hmm. It must be, uh, uh, you know, um, this Black Lives Matter mantra when all lives matter. And that somehow having a discussion, um, you know, uh, uh, about policing must be that, you know, uh, rioters good uh, because they're pushing back against heavy-handed law enforcement bullshit. we're going to get back to honest conversations in America. That's what this moment's about. Sound of Freedom is part of that happening. I think I when we look at this years from now, um, you will see that this was a cascading moment and that a lot of the things that have appeared to be locked in place, uh, just like um, Roe versus Wade, are going to uh, begin to sift and come unwound just like sandcastles uh, with the first wave it doesn't take much and they start to go away this fraudulent spending fraudulent vote stuff uh 50 topics that we could talk about the the global warming bullshit with the greening and these globalists taking over the need for every kind of of crop to be genetically modified and and Mm -hmm. uh with fertilizers that uh, may stop bugs but then kill the people that are to eat the food. Even yeah. the animals won't eat the food that's, that's uh, protected this way. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, a genocidal series of operations. Uh, human bad. Carbon from humans bad. 
excuse me, we actually have less carbon than we need on the planet. We don't have yeah. too much. We have less than we need to sustain the plant forms on the planet. That's basic physics, okay? Multiple people talking about it and nobody wants to hear it because that's not what the uh, media and this globalista uh, wanna say. They want to uh, sterilize the planet of all humans except their humans, you know, exactly. uh, their elite section. So, so, anyway, so good. Hey, say, so, so, started, but no, that's here. awesome. So, 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 could you share anything about these three events that Nino mentioned? He didn't mention what what they were, where we actually failed, and what we're going to do different this time. <laughs> well, I think I did. I think I did. There was ten things where people think that the bad guys are winning, and they were just toast. And the reality is that um, we've had several uh, victories that most of the public is just not aware of. Okay. Um, you know, uh, one of the most memorable, notable, uh, this globalist cabal had plotted and planned and schemed that Hillary was going to be the president. Yes. <laughs> and uh, in 2016 would win and, and take office in 2017. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. What would the world look like today had Hillary gotten installed in the presidency in 2017? Imagine the things that have happened just since Biden took office, uh, but now with an added four years of momentum without any, any interruption mm -hmm. following the Obama administration, okay? The, the dramas that were scheduled to take place mm -hmm. uh, were, you know, they wanted a nuke in Seattle on uh, uh, November 3rd, 2019. Mm -hmm. They wanted the early waves of the uh, pandemic to happen uh, in uh, uh, a year earlier also. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was all sorts of dramas that were supposed to hit America to put us on our heels, chaos. And, uh, you know, dealing with the crisis at 3 a.m., uh, including a monetary change, uh, a huge monetary change with the Phoenix. All of that got thwarted because of the Trump presidency. Right. And for all that President Trump was not able to do everything that he would normally have done because he was attacked viciously in this time period. And America's uh, president wasn't able to do what he was elected to do mm -hmm. um they weren't either it bought time and it also exposed who they really are and what's yes. really going on some a lot of the rest of the story so um are we you know i i named 10 in in two shows with nino mm -hmm. that you can go back and listen to um was that all of them no not by any stretch uh even right now the uh, desire, intent um, on multiple fronts uh, has been not near as successful as they'd like it to be. Uh, the next phase of the pushback is over this bullshit. Uh, uh, and I use that term intentionally, by the way. We're fighting the deep state bull, okay? <laughs> Bale Moloch like to, like to present themselves as the bull, okay? Uh, they love that symbology, that imagery. And the Trump comeback 
will be symbolized with Trump um, as the matador, the megador, taking out the deep state bull. I think that's the imagery that people remember down the road five, ten years from now, a uh, hundred years from now. So uh, uh, this is bullshit mm-hmm. that we're dealing with. You know, my attitude is, uh, you know, you're out there in the uh, field of play in the bullfight. Um, you're not worried about whether or not you're going to step in the bullshit. Forget the bullshit. Kill the bull. Yeah, okay? <laughs> that's a good you point. Stop the bullshit. Kill the bull. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how you stop the bullshit. And um, that is the contest that we're in as a nation right now. Uh, I will tell you for your audience, the I believe that we are going to recapture control of our country, and it's going to be, you know, we're the storm. Um, when you go along with what the devil has in mind, uh, nice jacket, you know, Gus. He, you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you see Gus's jacket? Uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't see Gus wearing a jacket, but yeah, that's can, very can, cool. Can, can you see it? Um, can you see it just real quick? I, I, I'll, I'll put it on the big screen. There's, there's Gus. Could you see it? Yeah, there you go. All, All right. right, love it. Yeah, that's, is that that's hot his... or what? <laughs> is that hot or what? Seriously, I, I go places. I wear my jacket. You know, people. Uh, yeah, I better get a photo of him wearing a jacket too. By the way, better send me over a photo. I let Jen right. add it. <laughs> Sounds good. Like, uh, you know, I get nothing but compliments, Juan. I've never had anybody talk negative. I have never. I've worn it through airports over and over again. I have never once had a negative comment. In fact, I'll tell you one of the funniest ones. I was on a flight, um, uh, going from, uh, I think Tennessee out to San Diego or LA uh, a few months back. And um, I had my jacket on, didn't even think anything of it, I just had my jacket on because I wear it all the time and I don't really think about it. And so I had uh, taken it off when I sat down on the plane and put it in the overhead and uh, I put it in there to keep my hat from getting the rim damaged. And so when I was getting ready to leave the plane just before I was ready to get off, this gal in front of me turns around and I mean she's got tattoos everywhere young gal she's probably in her early 20s and a very pretty gal with lots of tattoos I would have pegged her just you know on the basic you know cursory observation as not being somebody that's in our camp or whatever she started to say something that oh I'm gonna hear something now and she was just as kind as could be she says you know I really, really love that jacket. I'm going to have to think about a tattoo of of that with Trump. That's that's just so beautiful. And uh, she didn't know me from anything. And I had had a phone call, I think, just as we were landing, I, uh, taxiing, I had a phone call. And uh, uh, she says, and I heard you uh, mention whatever or something here or there. I hadn't even thought about it. And says, I just want to let you know, I think the greatest president ever is Trump. And everybody I know feels the same way. And she gives me her card for her tattoo artist shop. <laughs> and um, uh, she just, you know, I thought it was uh, stunning. Because I think the, the, a lot of us misread the people around us uh, about where they're at. Um, there is the community that understands the threat that we're under from this globalist elite uh, 
is much broader, much deeper than most people give credit for. Um, I think, you know, uh, let's just put it this way. Uh, Trump easily won the 2020 election, and that's that's becoming more and more obvious. So the fraud was massive. The majority of people say, you know, California didn't vote for Trump. You can only get, you know, a Democrat or a liberal in, into California. Bullshit. Bullshit again. I think Trump clearly won California. Yeah. I think he won 49 of the 50 states. And that saying that he can't win is part of the problem because you're accepting that this fraudulent election uh, was valid. But the information that's coming out in, in all these different places with the judges uh, and um, the various things, Carrie Lake's case, you know, I'm, uh, Carrie and I are speaking at an event up in uh, Arkansas here in a few days. And uh, the, she's got her new book coming out, identifying all the stuff that they did to cook the vote in Arizona. Mm -hmm. There's no question Carrie won Arizona. No question. Uh, and by the way, uh, just just as an aside, in the whole United States, one state has a history of overturning an election, taking a governor out of office a year and a half after mm -hmm. the election and putting in the true winner a year and a half after, and that's Arizona. Mm -hmm. They have a history of overturning a fraudulent election. I think we're still on course. I think it's going to happen. And uh, there will be drama here with uh, President Trump. There's things in play that if, if I told you, uh, let's say that I had a crystal ball and I could see perfectly what happens as this all plays out, you know, and I could jump in the future. Uh, three, four, five years and tell you all the events. If I told you right now what was going to happen, most people would roll their eyes and say, that's not even a good Hollywood possibility movie, okay? That's more sci-fi than a, than a good sci-fi movie. There's just no way that anything that you're saying could ever happen in America. And my retort to that is, if you had asked just about anybody in the legal profession a year and a half ago if Roe versus Wade would ever be overturned they'd have laughed at you like you were an idiot it's settled law they can fight all they want it's done and look at what happened and it did get overturned look at what happened with Hollywood all the pushback all a movie about uh, child trafficking, that people aren't going to go see that. In fact, I was in a meeting uh, related to Sound of Freedom, and a certain person that was very deeply involved in this stuff said, oh, that's a movie about rape, and and it's stupid. Uh, right. We you know people don't want to see that, and, and it's, uh, you know, uh, you may think it's an important movie. People aren't going to the theaters to watch a movie about rape and uh and child trafficking and uh that's not going to help anybody's career well i'll tell you what that person's full of shit and uh the response thus far has shown that was the case yes. I, I would have liked to have seen a broader release earlier sooner 
Yeah. Um, but the release, as as it's done, is is has proven the point. Uh, God's timing. Events are going to happen <laughs> in America over the next couple of years. That when you step back and look at them down the road, when your kids and your grandkids contemplate what happened, they will be shocked, uh, as you will, at what transpired. You want to be part of the wave. You want to be part of seeing it happen. You know, uh, 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 there's at a sporting event. I had somebody years ago that was at an event that was turned in the last, you know, 30 seconds of the game. And they had already gotten up, you know, three minutes before the game ended and were leaving the stadium so they wouldn't get caught in traffic and everything else. So just listen to the end of the game. It was clear it wasn't going to go the right way. And uh, they didn't want to get caught in traffic. And so they had to listen on their radio to one of these game-ending moments <laughs> that was the one in your whole lifetime you want to be at. Right. <laughs> uh, that's this moment we're in. Take heart. Right. Have some fun with it. Mm -hmm. What are you going to tell the kids? I was there. I was part of it. I was a believer. I understood. I heard from God. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what would it be like um, if you were in Israel uh, during the early days of Christ's ministry? Those first early miracles. I was at this wedding, and I'm telling you, he turned water into wine, and it was the good stuff. Okay, and it didn't get you drunk. It just got you. It just, it just was amazing. I, you can't believe. And then this lady stuck out her arm, and it went from being all mangled and everything to being whole and full. That'd be awesome. You know, that's the story. <laughs> that's the story. Uh, one of the letters that was written. Um, when uh, Mary was giving birth and she uh, it was getting close, her water broken, that they sent for a midwife because she was in a in a like a cave stable location. It wasn't, you know, it was a stable that was actually a, a dug into a hill as a cave. In according to this letter, and so they sent to this nearby town to uh, get a midwife to be present as she's having the baby. So. As the baby was crowning and uh, being birthed, this midwife had a shriveled arm. And uh, so she was really just one-handed. And as the baby was birthing, she reached out and the shriveled up arm became completely whole <laughs> and received the baby as, as Mary was giving birth. And so this letter that talks about this um, really hasn't seen the light of day. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's in some of the early communications. It's been out there. You know, people have talked about this over the years as uh, something about this incredible miracle. Uh, can you imagine being that woman or being present yeah. at that moment? You're watching a moment in America where to all the world, the events of the next period of time it might be six months it might be two years even five years with certain aspects of the uh, pushback and justice being meted out um you're about to witness something that most people don't think is possible and every day will be another mirror 
top of a miracle on top of a miracle. And people down the road are going to want to hear from the people that were there firsthand, children and grandchildren. What was it really like? What was that moment really like? Mm -hmm. uh, and you get to be here to live it. You want to be on the right side of history uh, in the right place. What was the Trump rally like? You know, imagine, you know, people, what was it, what was it like to be at a Beatles concert? I got kicked okay. out of my only uh, Trump rally so far. I had my Q shirt on and got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wear your jacket. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna wear my I'm gonna wear my Matador jacket yeah. next time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, we had people with their Matador jackets at the uh, Trump rally in uh, South Carolina the other day, right up there in the front row. Awesome. Uh, you know, and of course Trump signed uh, Jerry Foley's jacket mm -hmm. like that, and just loved it. So they're not getting kicked out for wearing a wearing a matador jacket, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, and there's subtle little cues in there too. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, you know that's what this audience okay. needs to, you know, embrace. You got our curiosity um, up. So do we do we get to know one clue? Do we get to give us one clue out of this jacket that I'm showing? Did you say subtle little well, cue in the jacket? Well, if you look at the smoke. If you look at the smoke, you can see that there's subtle cues in there. Ah, so, I see it now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> Very cool. Not and right. I, and yeah, you know, and, and by the way, look at the bull. Look at the brand on the backside of the bull. And if uh, you look at the uh, the brand, it's D D S. <laughs> ah, deep state. The deep, deep state. state. I gotcha. Okay. <laughs> And awesome. then, of course, on the fence in the background, uh, in the art, uh -huh. I don't think it's on the uh, on the jacket, but you have the Punisher in there. Jennifer did a lot of little details. There's a lot of subtle little things that she did in there that were uh, that's awesome. that really make it cool. Mm -hmm. So there's uh, a deep state. I see. You know, that she's now. got yeah, yeah. And you see the Punisher in the upper left up there. Ah, on the I gate. got it. The Punisher. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, and, and you know, it's little things, even, even, uh, the eyes and the expression, um, that's got a lot of detail in that, in that, uh, uh, art, high quality, you know, Tiffany, yeah. blue, uh, <laughs> Tiffany blue eyes. <laughs> awesome. Fun. So and lots awesome. of fun. And, and the, uh, the other Jack, I'll tell you what, very few people have been aware of it. I haven't made a big deal of, but Jennifer did, uh, the called, jacket which you know I'm, i i like the races and and uh, those kinds of events car stuff i love the flamboyant colors so she did the called as a jacket which of course is the movie that we did uh, uh back on january 7th uh mm -hmm. we released it uh 2021 and uh uh that's had about seven million views since it was released uh in all the various venues she she did the jacket and that jacket is epic i mean i love the called jacket um for the right kind of events and stuff like that um it's it's like wearing the megador it just gets so many comments it's amazing so you know just just food for thought that's that's not out there widely uh, where do people find that yes, available. stuff oh it's right there on the site uh, there it is right there it is that's the jacket right there oh you're talking about this okay that's the that's See the jacket on the right? Okay, I got gotcha. you. That is old for a cool, you know, if you're looking for something, you know, NASCAR and 
of Formula One and things like that. It's just a fun, fun look. So awesome. Anyway, good stuff. So that's all. Was at thejennifermack.com, thejennifermac.com. So yeah. Yep. 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 All right. Well, uh, so but so none of these. Uh, so did I just misinterpret what uh, Nino was saying? Where there's three times we've done major things that have failed. Is that uh, something that? Well, we've uh, we've. Uh, let me let me just say this. Yeah, I, I, I was maybe mishearing what you're asking me. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been uh, three major occasions um, where there was an attempt to recapture control at the uh, federal level from some of these monsters. Uh, And each of those uh, really was an underestimate Mm -hmm. of the monster that we were going after Mm -hmm. by the people in those eras. Um, And uh, so uh, where we were seen coming and anticipated and cut off at the past, this is a much more uh, extensive operation this time around to go after all the monsters and take them out. And, and it's, and it's um, with depths of magnitude. Um, it, you know, people fuss because it's taking too long. Just hurry up and get it over with. Excuse me. Once things go into the next gear, which we're really crusting right now and going into a, a whole different era. Uh, and I think as we get into the end of August and into September, um, it'll be apparent that, that things are taking a whole whole new life on uh, regarding the Biden crime family mm-hmm. and uh, moving one group out and moving another group in. Um, this, as this happens, uh, I think people will understand that this is not just a flash in the pan, mm-hmm. you know, TV series, and it's all done in 60 minutes. Uh, the the magnitude of this operation to recapture control of the country is, um, you know, many thousands of times bigger and more extensive than most people have allowed themselves to even consider. And uh, so when I hear people, you know, let's just get it over with. Let's just do this and that. And we've got to act, you know, really soon. And it's there. It's going to be too late. Well, maybe you don't understand the stakes. Right. You you probably aren't going to get a another chance after this one right. if for I any see. reason we okay. fail right now with with AI and uh, the legalistic controls. Um, being put in place, um, the oligarchies uh, taking the helm globally. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just use uh, the WHO, World Health Organization, right. uh, authorities that the Biden administration is allowing to come into play. Right. Uh, basically, they have uh, given away U.S. sovereignty to a globalist organization operation unelected, uh, being run by technocracy, uh, Mm -hmm. corporations and governments working together with um, moneyed, entitled elite in positions of authority, secret handshake crowd, um, 
uh, from the various universities, etc. Uh, the clubs, the Epstein's, the the um, Skull and Bones, and all these other different groups, and they're going to that there needs to be a uh, you know some type of an action due to a medical threat, and it has to be worldwide. And our governors, our president, our Congress, uh, our attorney general, nobody's going to be able to stop it because it's a global agreement and who has the authority to enforce it in every country in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's being signed off by this administration. Mm -hmm. If you don't counter that now, you'll have a legal situation where our own military will be enforcing this against American citizens and the UN military. Yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, in the credit card agreements that are going out to people around the country right now, mm -hmm. it's saying that, and, and you know, the updated credit card agreements that everybody just, you know, goes, except they click. keep using yeah. your credit card. <laughs> yeah. It says that uh, they can cancel your credit card account or your bank account because you have conducted transactions that are in violation of UN agreements uh, uh, with certain organizations, such as WHO, that uh, um, they've deemed are, uh, you know, uh, a threat to the world or whatever. And so you're giving them this right to arbitrarily shut you down just because you uh, did something that wasn't socially acceptable and uh, your social credit score uh, essentially falls below some certain norm because, you know, for example, I had accounts closed several years ago because uh, I stay at Trump hotels. And so uh, a particular banking entity that I had run millions and millions and millions through never uh, one single uh, transaction not one a balance ever go below zero no balance checks no nothing perfect history uh, of a decade or so and but because they didn't like the fact that uh, uh, you know they saw all the uh, Trump hotel stuff on there they canceled my accounts. Uh, they did it the same week that Flynn's accounts were closed. Wow. Um, mm -hmm. uh, banking group. Yeah. And uh, so these groups in their uh, credit card stuff, uh, banking stuff, can shut you down, cut you off from society because your social credit score isn't what they want to see it doesn't just have to be that that uh jack booted thugs show up at your door to stick a needle in your arm you're cut off from operating in society right because right. you're not your actions aren't acceptable so i come back to we've got a very short window to recapture control of america and if we don't recapture it uh right now the mechanisms that will be in play mm -hmm. to control us will be so pervasive, so accepted, so universal that um, it 
you know, they'll take us right down the drain. You know, you'd say, well, it'd be a thousand years before we get another chance. Nah, probably not. Mm-hmm. It it won't end with you being gone. It'll end with your children, your grandchildren, and everybody around you gone. China has a history several times over the last couple thousand years. China's killed up to 90% of its population in purges. Wow. Uh, Russia, 50 million mm-hmm. in the uh, uh, Stalin pogroms, 50 million starved to death mm-hmm. in an area that had plenty of food and grain. It's just, it was a breadbasket to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, China, similar thing with Mao. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know some of the estimates are lower, but others of the estimates are, are, are up in those numbers. Uh, it was certainly huge. We saw it with Cambodia and Vietnam and other places. Uh, there's a long history of, uh, you know, populations being wiped out. This, this generation's no different. And as they see us coming for them, where these Baal and Moloch worshipers, uh, these uh, people who really want a bloodthirsty society. They want child uh, sacrifice uh, in the form of abortion. And they want wars constantly being waged because they make the money from the war and they get to pick the winners and the losers. Um, We're coming to a point where uh, it used to be said that um, it was hard to, you know, you could program a crowd mm-hmm. uh, to go along with a lie. And, uh, uh, you know, you could fool them into going along with the lie. But people, you know, we have the internet and people can search and might survive for a while, but then it turns around. Now it's easier to kill a million people than it is to con a million people, mm-hmm. you know, one nuke. And now you can control the situation. And that's where this is going, that in an AI world, it doesn't even have to be a nuclear bomb. It can be a digital bomb. And you can capture a whole nation. Look, the the fraudulent vote, much much of what was done there isn't just in the paper ballots. It's in the uh, digital fraud. And that's what's going to come out over time. So if you can steal the whole country with some deft little uh, computer algorithms yeah. that get sifted in, you can put who you want into control right. and take control of the whole thing and, and run us uh, right into the reef mm-hmm. and uh, sink the ship. Uh, that's that's the fight that we're in right now. And if we can't get that under control in our generation, then uh, it may be lost till the wipeout is 90%. You know, of course, yeah. that's what the scripture talks about. Uh, and the only thing to leave your folks on a positive note, uh, the scripture, a lot, of, a lot of the people have have not understood the scripture is actually pointing out that there's a great war in this Armageddon period between uh, the believers and this Antichrist uh, figure and his supporters. Mm-hmm. You know, the Antichrist has to flee the throne in Jerusalem halfway through this seven-year agreement because of a threat that comes as on eagle's wings from the area that we now call Greece. Uh, 
whose aircraft are called Eagles. He has to flee the throne partway through the agreement. Well, you know, who's that threat coming from? And the ones coming as on Eagle's wings are referred to as the young lions of Tarshish. Well, if there's young lions, Tarshish was a trading country that uh, traded goods uh, all through the area extensively and had good ships for doing that. If if there's young lions, well, where's the old lion? What's the old lion? Hmm. Uh, what's, uh, what's the Brit's emblem? The lion? Uh, where did we come from? Uh, there is a collective, a group that is pushing back hard. And it's not just a ragtag team of guys in their camouflage uniforms and a couple sniper rifles doing it. It is a nation state level threat. That's why you have uh, even Armageddon, all the nations of the world coming for a fight. It's a showdown. Okay. Uh, God has an army rising up even now uh, to take this on. And it is God's people. Um, America has to go through a near-death experience that's coming. It's going to be brutal. Mm -hmm. Uh, There is a breaking, a repentance, a crying out to God Almighty in heaven for salvation, protection. But those that prayed for God's protection and provision back when this nation was founded and before Mm -hmm. the first pilgrims coming here for religious freedom 400 years ago, I believe that we're that generation Mm -hmm. that's being called to uh, take up our cross and to march on and uh, not just for us as a people, as a nation, uh, we will do that first and then we will go out uh, not to be our brother's keeper, but to be our brother's brother out across the world. That's the moment that we're in right now. And this is the moment where we, you know, grow up, take on our responsibilities, throw off this Laodicean uh, uh, coat. If somebody was trying to foist it on us, we unfoist it off us. We're not, we're not accepting that. We will not be that people. We will stand up. Uh, we will operate under divine authority and see justice done. Uh, judgment begins in the house of the Lord. So we will go through this judgment period first. We will stop the injustice right here in our own nation. The injustice is being done by people in our name in this government, and we will uh, set a new tack and begin then to lead the world. Uh, it's 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 going to be a fight, mm-hmm. and you have a whole world that's under all sorts of MK Ultra programming, also. But uh, we're not going to back down. We will be salt and light to the world, as we're supposed to be, and game on, fights on. We're not going to give the devil his win, and that's exactly what God wants for us. The storm is God's people saying no, putting yes. their foot down, 
and pushing against the devil. We're not going to give him this planet. It's our planet. God gave it to us. We're the second Adam. First Adam received it. There was sin entered in. It was uh, the rights to it were restored to us through Christ, the second Adam. We're going to go exercise our authorities and take our planet back exactly as God directed. A thousand years of peace to his to God's people under Christ's authority. Uh, make it so, Father. Yes, yes. We would love to pray for you, Juan, too. Uh, anything specific, yeah. specific that we could lift up for you personally? Well, I mean, I, I uh, um, you know, always have lots of things going on, and I, um, you know, sweat bullets to be on point with the right message for God's people at the right time. I have some things that I've been holding back on that uh, I want to get into pretty uh, intricately here shortly. And so I'm always concerned about, um, you know, the right word, the right timing to help, you know, arm God's people and uh, this audience also. So if anything, uh, you know, it's not even just me, but all of our leaders, uh, you know, one of the things I, I'm very, for example, with President Trump, he has advisors around him that are uh, very mixed. Some of them are absolutely outstanding. Mm -hmm. And some of them, you just roll your head your, your eyes and shake your head what in the world is going on there uh, but we're at a critical turning point moment and uh, we would just ask that uh, the good advisors get uh, President Trump's ear and God's people's ear and those that are uh, not on point that are not speaking a true word you know the devil quoted scripture christ when he was tempting him uh peter said oh let's make some booths here at the transfiguration and and one for you and one for moses and one for elijah mm -hmm. uh and christ had to rebuke him uh you know uh, uh this is the moment when I and others of God's uh, people that may have a few people's ear need uh, clarity in our own consciousness and the direction that we're going to be right on the cash with what we present, not just for this audience, but for audiences that are just now arriving to the scene so that we're complementing God's intention by giving the right you know feed my sheep the right nutrients at the right moment mm -hmm. and uh so you know if i have uh clarity of mind and divine uh, assistance and whatever it is i might uh, have to present that would be the thing i would pray for awesome awesome well elizabeth would you mind starting and a few more people maybe and then we'll let juan go i'll uh, wrap it up but go ahead elizabeth Hi, thanks, Juan. Bless you from Australia. Um, Heavenly Father, I just thank you for one. I thank you, Father God, for courageous men as well around him. I, I just thank you for the strengthening of connections, the strengthening of your strategies, Father God. 
I just thank you that, Lord, if God be for us, who can be against us? I just thank you so much for the boldness and the courage of these beautiful guys. And I just pray for more of it in Australia, Father God. We so need it. But, Lord, I ask that you just make a way where there is no way. I ask for blessings upon him and his family and his beautiful new wife. And, Father God, I plead protection in the blood of Jesus over every um, operation now that is going forth, Father God. I ask for strengthening. I ask for more people coming on board, Father God, and I ask for supernatural strength and power just to encompass this mission with great authority, Father God. We thank you for the legions of heavenly angels that are coming as well, Lord, as we cry out and ask for your mercy upon this land, Father. We just give you praise and glory and thank you so much, Lord, for loving us. And we ask for blessings for all involved in Jesus' mighty name. We just thank you, Lord. Awesome. Hey, Gus, I don't know if you can hear me or not. I know you're, Gus is about ready to head to a wedding, but uh, do you have time to... I think the wedding? wedding's tomorrow, but we're going to dinner here in a minute. Okay, but. okay. So uh, you want to uh, take a quick prayer for Juan? He's I'd love to. Clarity, yeah. <laughs> Abba, we pray for Juan Osaban, Lord, for everything that he's done in this movement for the years that he's been involved and had the knowledge of everything, even before we were brought to awareness of the things. Uh, some of us a couple years ago, some of us five, some of us just recently, you know, but uh, he's been in the know for all this time and he's a steady hand, a steady mind. He's a brilliant mind more than you've given him. We just pray that you bless him, that you just encamp about him with your holy angels, protect him wherever he goes, keep him protected, see him through this mission. Uh, Lord, I feel like he is definitely a vital part of this mission, as we all are, but he's definitely a significant part. So we ask that you just protect him, protect uh, Jennifer Jennifer Mack. I guess she'd be Jennifer uh, O'Saven now. <laughs> <laughs> I just pray that you bless their their marriage and uh, and just protect them and, and uh, keep them with you. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Teresa. Teresa, go ahead. Well, let me just let me just add one go quick ahead. thing here. Uh, Australia, you know, one of the young lions of Tarshish, I believe, is Australia. Australia is in um, the grip of uh, principalities that are incredibly strong. So let me just say a quick prayer. Father God, I pray that you would raise up men and women in Australia who understand their authorities in Christ as you have given them, that you will raise up men and women in Australia of great understanding so that they can be prophets and prophetesses there in Australia to uh, proclaim the year of our Lord, to proclaim the good news and to take authority over every principality every demon to bind them hand and foot to break and crush their wings and to dethrone them from all the high places and to bring uh, peace that is heavenly peace to Australia because your word is proclaimed there with authority. I pray that you would raise up ministers and that they would come with healing hands that they would be followed by signs and wonders to bring uh, 
your word, your truth across Australia to stop those who are given over to demons and to evil in the government of uh, uh, those powers in high places of which you speak in your word, Father God. I pray that you would raise up a amazing people who shine like the sun in Australia uh, uh, to do your will, your work, your way, and you would give them every provision they need to take Australia and put it on the map as God's land uh, uh, in this world as a partner to uh, close the ranks with other nations that are God-fearing as we go to overcome evil on this planet uh, from every corner to bring uh, life to this world which is given over to a death cult at this point in time. And I thank you for all of those leaders that you raised up by your spirit and for the call that you're going to put on their lives and for the miracles that you will do through their hands uh, as you give them knowledge and understanding of their authorities in Christ to do your will. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you. Mom. I claim that, brother. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Amen. Amen. Right out of Australia. All right. I know Teresa wants to pray for you real quick. Go ahead, Teresa. Yes, sir. And I'll wrap it up. Dear one, I pray for you and for your beautiful wife for discernment for wisdom, for courage, and for strength. I thank you, God, for powers and principalities, to fight against the powers and the principalities that seek to destroy our land, to destroy the world. We say to you, you have no authority here. We are God's children. We are part of the Lion of Judah, and we stand fast in our liberty. We stand fast in what keeps us free. I thank you for the alliance. I thank thank you for our military. I thank you for all that Juan is aware of, that he helps in so many ways to, for us to understand the alliance, to understand President Trump, to understand so many things that we wouldn't have had the knowledge of if he hadn't shared so many things with us. Lord God, I thank you for the sound of freedom that I saw this week. And Lord, we, we thank you that all authority is given unto us through your son, Jesus Christ. And we will not let our children be stolen from us. We will not allow this evil to continue. We stand with one. We say he is a strong and powerful man of God. And we will support him. We will hold his arms up so that he can continue his battle with diligence and with wisdom and with courage and with strength. And his wife she will be so blessed and she will bless him as he goes bless him as he comes they will both be blessed in their going and their coming everywhere they go and they will be protected under the under the wings of our lord jesus christ amen amen i'll wrap this up on this uh, one last prayer maybe have to give you the last word heavenly father just thank you so much for one of seven and everything that he's doing lord uh just allow uh, allow all these prayers that have been prayed to just come to fruition completely, Lord. It's come to agreement with those. And Lord, we can right now lift up 
um, all these principalities that are trying to fight against them. We bind them by the power of Jesus' name. The power of the name above all names and the blood that he shed for us. By the power of his blood and the power of his name, we bind the rulers and authorities and powers of this dark world and everything that's trying to take down this country and this world, Lord, and bring tyranny and bring the globalists to power. Lord, we call that down by the mighty name of Jesus. We bind it all, Lord. And we loose angels of all rankings and divisions. We loose the line of Judah to come down for judgment. But we cannot wait to see that happen, Lord. And I just ask uh, that you just give the desires of Juan's heart to you as he delights in you. That we all delight in you, Lord. And we pray for Acts 3.19 when it talks about the times of refreshing. I pray that spirit comes over Jennifer Mack and, and, and Juan right now. And they just get completely refreshed by the Holy Spirit. And give him that clarity that he's asked for. The Holy Spirit, only the godly wisdom about exactly the timing and the messages to give out at the right time, Lord. Thank you for that. Allow him to wake, to have a great night's sleep, just wake up with the joy of the Lord tomorrow, he and Jennifer both. And just just continue to make their path straight as he submits to you as clay, Lord, and doesn't lean on his own understanding, just trusts his heart on you and acknowledges and submits everything to you and just make his path straight. Use him in even a mightier way than he can ask or imagine, Lord. We're looking so forward to that. And we pray all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. The only last thing I want to do, Juan, is just blow the shofar. I got a shofar in Israel when I was with Amanda Grace there. It's a line of Judah uh, shofar to call down these angels of all rankings of division and the line of Judah for justice. And we say these things in the mind of Jesus. you coming on the show and Juan, I'll give you the last word if you'd like to uh, discuss anything I think you're on mute though did we did we lose Juan <laughs> we may have just lost him there at the end I know I saw him a second ago but I think we lost lost one he may have got a call or something yeah but it's wanted to say thank you guys for joining us. We're going to continue, though, with a little bit of praise and prayer. I know we burnt through a lot of time there. Um, but uh, beautiful to see Juan Osav and, and uh, be able to give the, those messages out. We are going to move into some beautiful, beautiful music that has worship video uh, associated with it. And we link everything right to um, the Scripture. So when you're singing the song, you can worship and understand that you are, are, are talking about the Word of God. You're linking it to the Word of God. This is, blessed be your name. Psalm 113, 2 and 3 says, Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the, to, to its setting. The name of the Lord is to be praised. This is part of what we're supposed to be doing right now, is praising the Lord. That is when he acts many times. Right, 1 Peter 4.13, when I'm found in a desert place, so I walk through the wilderness. Everybody please mute backstage. We have a little bit of uh, noise back there. Uh, here we go. But rejoice that you share in the sufferings of Christ so that you may be overjoyed at the revelation of his glory. 
And uh, even Job said, you give and take away, right? Right out of Job 121, the Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all this Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. So we don't charge God. We just know that he's taken away a lot of things, but he's going to give us a ton right now. And we do what the forward number says here. It says, when the darkness closes in, even though I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, it looks bad with this cabal control, but I will feel no evil for you are with me. Yes, we have the Lord Jesus with us. When that darkness closes in, we don't have to fear any evil.
Juan was talking about um, how important it's going to be to understand how we need God at this point in time. And this uh, whole song's about that, right? It's at the cross, how important that is. And if we just surrender uh, our life there, we're going to be fine. At the cross, I surrender my life. Where your love ran red, my sin washed white. I owe it all to you, Jesus. That's a, that's a lyric from this song. Points to Ephesians 1, 7 and many other verses. But in him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. What a blessing this is to have the Lord. The second verse we emphasize in the song is a place where mercy reigns never dies. Streams of grace flow deep and wide. All the love I've ever found. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to find in time of need. The song also talks about when sin, when sin and shame are powerless, where my heart has peace with God and forgiveness. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing them in him. As Juan was saying, this is the time. You, could, you were born for such a time as this. And we just need to put our trust.
another song that we'll get into right now, and then we'll ask for any praise reports out there, things that God's done for you, maybe a, maybe even a testimony. Um, this is Waymaker. This song is just awesome because God's making a way when it seems there is no way right right now with the cabal, right? You are Waymaker, miracle worker, Matthew 19, 26 says, but Jesus looked at them and said, with man this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Even this situation we're in now with all these captured operations. You are here moving in our midst. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Do not know that you are God's temple and that God's Spirit dwells in you. By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. 2 Timothy 1.14 And it's on, on the third line we emphasize. It says, You are here working in this place. John 5, 19 says, But Jesus answered them, My Father is working until now, and I am working. The fourth verse we emphasize is it says, Promise Keeper. <laughs> Romans 4, 21 talks about that. Fully convinced that God has was able to do what He had promised. He has promised in Psalm 2.
Corinthians 3.16. All right. We're going to get into um, some praise reports. So if you guys have anything that you want to praise out there, just type it into Facebook or into your Rumble channel there. Go to the live chat and Rumble. You can do that. If you're even watching on TV, you can just go into your phone and go on Rumble and go to live chat. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but we really invite you backstage here on Zoom with us, right? It's a beautiful place to be with high quality video. So I'd love to have, have you here. It's now a pay forward model, meaning uh, what used to be $17.76 a month. People paid it for years. Now it's absolutely free to you, all the value. You'll see it when you go to the backstage tab on blessedteach.com. Bless with the number two, teach.com. Join us there, blessedteach.com. Bless with the number two, teach.com. Um, go ahead and uh, 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 share, Lois. I have a praise report. All right. So today, so today I took my husband to the doctor, the um, lung doctor, pulmonologist, and he had a breathing test. And he's on two strong medications, Big Pharma, you know how that goes. Yeah. The good news is... His breathing in the last two years has actually gotten better. Wow. And that is a praise report for a couple of reasons. Number one, because it's an answer to prayer. And I know that so many have been praying. You too, Rick, you've been mm -hmm. praying for Bill. And so that's a big thank you for that and praise God. But the other thing is, it tells me he probably does not have the cancer that they are trying to locate in his lungs mm -hmm. and that's huge because cancer always goes to the soft tissue yeah. the lungs the kidneys the brain so i just feeling really really good about that tonight that he's that's beautiful the praise report all right thank you so much awesome so we need to keep up uh, lifting praise bill God, macy's husband yeah so praise hallelujah says die all the way from england <laughs> so we have people from england and canada and um australia on right now sweden i love it uh it's just beautiful so we thank you guys for being backstage here we, we invite everybody to come I see seven 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 watching now on rumble seven 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 uh go ahead uh, uh dave and share what do you like well, it looks like I've got that job that I should start the uh, 13th for orientation. So I'll actually be doing caretaking, which I love to serve. Mm -hmm. But I'm also going to get paid for it. Awesome. That's a pretty important yes, job. That's awesome. You're actually going to pay your bills as well and serve the Lord at the same time. I think that's what he wants, right? That's beautiful. Amen. I, I can see where he was actually preparing me when I had uh, took care of my parents before. Mm -hmm. That's what's so amazing about our guys. You can kind of see it like pieces of a jigsaw puzzle mm -hmm. after the back, big right in. Right, that's awesome. Thank you, Dave, for sharing. Yeah, so I know Charlotte has something too. Charlotte, do you want to go ahead and share? Sure, sure. So I was just thanking God. Uh, my nephew called me this morning and we did a Bible study. And then a friend that he had prayed for was texting him. And I said, well, why don't you invite him into the study? So he prophesied over our whole family, uh -huh. <laughs> which was really, really good, you know. And the man, he was in the church like 
you know, and then he kind of stepped away. And the way my nephew met him was he was working with his daughter and God had sent him to his daughter who right now is living an ungodly lifestyle. And the guy was prophesying to her. So God is waking her up. So praise the Lord. It's amazing. We got to love that when that starts happening. We're seeing that all over Amen. the place. You know, even our, it's, it's like, they're not putting any more people asleep. More people are waking up every single week. It's taking longer than we want, but guys, it's happening. Um, the Lord is moving on people's hearts. Teresa, go ahead. Okay, Rick. This is a little bit different. Today, I was all by myself praying for all the kids here and was wondering what was going on today because I didn't see any kids. Mm-hmm. And this young boy came in. He's only eight, but he looks like a quarterback on the football team. He's that big. And he came in, and he was almost in tears. And I said, what's wrong? And he said, I don't know what to do. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, we have no food. Whoa. I said, what? He said, we have no food. I said, okay. You don't have any food at all? He said, well, yeah, we have some eggs. And he said, but my mom doesn't get her food stamps until the 11th, and we don't have any food. So I said, did your mom send you here? He said, no, I came to you because you know how to pray. Mm-hmm. So wow. I said, okay, well, first we're going to pray. And then I'm going to ask you why you haven't been getting on the bus and going to the church. He said, because my granddaddy, granddaddy's not here anymore. So I don't like, I don't like to go to church because my granddaddy's not here. I said, did he pass away? He said, no, but he moved away. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, can we pray together? So I prayed with him and I asked God what I was supposed to do. And I said, okay, this is what I want you to do. I want you to look in my refrigerator because I just cooked some, I just poached some chicken tenders the other night in some chicken broth. And I said, there's some noodles in my pantry and there's some biscuits in my refrigerator. Do you have any butter? He said, yes, we have some butter. I said, then you don't need the butter. I said, and there's a bag of chips that you can have, and there's some water. I said, and I want you to put all that in a bag and get some apples, too. And then I want you to take that home to your mama and tell her that Miss Terry said to be blessed because God is blessing her because Mm. he loves her and he loves you. And he just started crying, and he doesn't ever cry. He's like one of the toughest kids in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And I said, don't cry. I, I said, remember what I told you. Jesus loves you so much that he would have a picture on his refrigerator of you. <laughs> and I said, you came to the right place. You came and asked for help, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And he gave me a hug, which amazed me. And he said, are you sure? I said, yes, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And he left. So I'm not saying that to brag at all. I I didn't know why I had prepared the chicken because I had already prepared some other soup uh-huh. and God told me to do this chicken so I did it and it was just sitting in my refrigerator nobody was eating it and so I knew it was for them and God is just awesome and you can't outgive him wow. and I know that God is going to help his family understand 
how to do things better. I told him I was going to help him help his mom learn how to shop on a shoestring budget. Awesome. Because I learned how to do that. And I told him, I said, I'm going to help you. And I said, you're going to laugh because the first thing to do is pick everything you want and then take everything off that's not on sale. <laughs> and he started laughing. He said, what? I said, you take everything off that's not on sale and then you see if it'll still fit in your budget. If it won't, you cut something else out. <laughs> and I said, but if something's on sale you use a lot, you buy two or three of them so that when it's not on sale, you don't have to buy it. All right. And I said, oh, wisdom, that's smart. Coming from and so I'm, I'm trying to teach as I go along, but I wanted you to know because I hadn't planned that. It was not in yeah. my plan for the day. I had been praying for children all morning and I had been praying for my neighborhood. And he just walked in and he said, I need you. And I was all like, right. okay. And that's going to be uh, Terry's. He, he, at first, he wouldn't say what he needed. He just sat there. Yeah, that's going to be Terry's ministry and to finally children. got brave enough to ask for help. I love it. I love it. And that's going to be a growing ministry to to uh, to children. I just love that how we do that. We we're going to continue to pray here. We have anybody else that has any more prayer reports? I just love that, Terry. Thank you for everybody that just shared. Um, anybody else? Anything else? Uh, we'll play a couple more songs here. We'd love to pray for you yes, too. Please. We'll be coming up with some prayers as well. So let's uh, lift this up here. This is everlasting. God says, uh, but the Lord is the true God, the living God, the everlasting King, Jeremiah 10, 10. And the Lord reigns forever and ever, Exodus 15, 18. Second uh, lyric in the song that we emphasizes strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord which we're doing we're waiting on the Lord right now for to take down the judgment of you know the line of Judah to come with his judgment Ephesians 3:16 says to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being that's exactly what we need right now be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy Colossians 1:11 so you'll see when the song is playing the scripture is going to be at the bottom pointing us to scripture on each of these uh, verses. It says, our hope, our strong deliverer and comforter in need. The third verse we emphasize. And we see here Isaiah 24, 6, 4 saying, trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds, according to Psalm 147, 3. And it says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Jeremiah 31 3. That's what this song is all about. Our hope, our strong deliverer, our comforter, and our strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. He is the everlasting God.
can't hear you Rick thank you thank you I muted it with the dogs here so <laughs> you can tell uh, what I was gonna say is that if you have any prayer requests let us know because we will um, make sure that's the next section we will be lifting you up so give us uh, type those in the rumble type them into Facebook come backstage it's free you can be back in a matter of two minutes in the zoom back here with us um, you don't have to have your camera on but uh, those of you who want to turn your camera on and praise with us we'd love to have you back here um have everybody back here go to blessedteach.com and hit the backstage tab all right i'm coming back to the heart of worship it's all about you jesus i'm sorry for the lord for the things i've made it this points to a couple of scriptures mark 8:34. if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me john 4:23. worship the father in spirit and truth second thing we emphasize in this song is you search much deeper you're looking into my heart how things appear 1 Samuel 20 12 24 says only fear the Lord and serve him faithfully with all your heart let your heart therefore be wholly true to the Lord our God right at 1 Kings 8 61 and the third 
lyric here that we emphasize is king of
Um, we just want to lift up a few people in pray, prayer. I see Nancy Myers actually giving a praise report on Facebook. She says, our loved one is a PT outpatient for continued treatment for leg. He is doing well for this. We give all the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ for all the healing of surgeries. He will have one more surgery in one year to remove lengthening the leg. I worship you, Lord Jesus, for all the healing of our loved one. Amen. Thank you, Nancy, for the praise report. Um, that's awesome. Let me know if anybody has any prayer requests on Facebook or Rumble. I think we have a few backstage here. Um, so I think I saw some with Di. Anybody that has one up, up, go ahead and lift it up to a prayer as I, I look for some of these. Um, yeah, Di's asking for some backstage prayers for my little granddaughter. I don't know. Uh, Charlotte, would you mind lifting this one up? Here? Yes. It says, uh, no, I'd Charlotte. love to. Okay, go ahead. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we lift up Thalia. Father God, in this ear infection, Lord God, mm -hmm. we speak to that ear infection. You must leave her body now in the mighty name of Jesus, for she is a child of the king because she is Di's granddaughter. And she gets the inheritance also. And Father, we also pray that you give this family a permanent home. And whatever the enemy stole from them <clears throat> will be returned sevenfold. For this is the time of restoration. We decree and declare it for this family in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Do we need to pray for you? You have a cold going on there? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like every time I get on the phone or something, uh -huh. it's, it always does that. Uh -huh. I mean, I could be talking fine for hours. Okay, right? okay, <laughs> good, good. All right, uh, Lois, if you wouldn't mind, the second part of our prayer says, also for Toby, who has a major eye surgery with a top consultant next week. If surgery fails, he will be... Uh, legally and effectively blind. So that's, I think it's a, it's a their dog, Toby, I think. Would you mind praying for that? Uh, Lois, is that right, Di? No, it's my daughter's husband. Oh, it's a daughter's husband. Okay. Yeah, Dali is bad. Whoa. <laughs> nice this, try, this is even nice a try. lot more serious then. Okay. So this is... You a, poor Toby. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness, that's funny. Oh, the levity, my lord. So, Father, you heard what, what is going on with Toby, and you know that his eyes are so important, as they are to all of us. But in this case, Father, we have a situation where if he doesn't have a successful diagnosis and treatment, he will definitely go blind. He will be declared legally blind. And, Father, we know that's not your will. Just as it wasn't your will for Bill to have bad lungs, it's not your will for Toby to be blind or be in, inhibited or inhabited or whatever the word is um, in his sight and so Father I'm pleading I think it's Jeremiah comes out of Jeremiah 14 um, heal me O Lord and I'll be healed save me and I'll be saved for you are the one I praise I believe that's how it goes and so Father the healing that comes from you comes from heaven and we want to declare that what is done in heaven will be done on earth there is no blindness in heaven. There is no blindness on earth. And so, Father, touch him. Send your hand 
upon him and bless him and heal him and let that report just be one that sings for goodness in Jesus name amen amen thank you Lois and um Manette, if you wouldn't mind taking this one, I know Linda Linda is at, praying for that she'll somehow be able to get her and her husband to go to Sound of Freedom and the Mary Crowley Chicago event. Um, so uh, that's I think it's coming up here on August 18th and 19th. And I'll, I'll, I, I'm going to be speaking at that one. So go ahead. Um, okay. Yes. Father God. Um, we thank you that we can lift up Linda and um, her her husband and uh, that they want to go to the uh, freedom of what was the name now? Sound um, of Freedom. Sound of Freedom and the, the Mary I'm sorry, Crowley the event. Sound of Freedom. Father. And open the heavens. We ask you <laughs> that you will open the heaven for mm -hmm. that, that uh, with Mary Crowley also, Father. Mm -hmm that you would make a way for them, make a way, Father, for them, so that they can go to Mary Crowley's Open the, open the Heavens and the Sound of Freedom. We thank you, Father God, that for everything, you, it, everything is possible for you, Father. So we thank you in the mighty name of Jesus that you bless them and you will make that way for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, all the way from, oh, we have prayer, prayers from Australia, from Sweden, from all over the place. Uh, Dave, if you wouldn't mind taking this next one. This is Karen from Facebook, Karen Wallace, saying, Prayer so I can get a job and return what the locust has stolen. I need my home back. In Jesus' name, amen. Would you please pray for Karen Wallace, Dave? Karen? Your, your prayers are deep to my heart because I'm dealing with the same thing you are right now with worrying about my property tax and somebody had stowed money that I was supposed to be getting. But I know that our Heavenly Father will provide. We just have to have faith. So Father, give Karen that same faith that you have given me to know that you're already working in the background. Even when we don't see it, you're working. You never stop working, Lord. Because that's who you are. You are a way maker. You make the way so that we don't have to fret. We don't have to worry. You want us to turn to you. So I pray that you put her heart at ease, put her mind at ease, knowing that you hear her prayers and you're working it out in your precise, perfect timing. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Dave. I'm going to move to a Revelation song. I'm going to wrap this uh, up tonight. Um, if you have another prayer request, so we'll, we'll, we'll sneak it in at the end of this. Um, this last song we'll play is the Revelation song, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Revelation 5.12 says, Saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. Revelations 5.12. This song also talks about singing a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat 
Revelations 5, 8 through 10 talks about that new song. It says, The four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, and they sang a new song. Even in the future, we're going to be singing new songs all the time. Exodus 25 talks about the mercy seat. It says, You shall make a mercy seat of pure gold, and you shall put the mercy seat on top of the ark. There I will meet you. So in the Old Testament, God would meet the priest once a year on the mercy seat of the ark. It's in the Holy of Holies. But then what happened in the New Testament? Hebrews 9 talks about it. It says, But when Christ appeared as a high priest, he entered once and for all into the holy places by means of his own blood thus securing eternal redemption. So we can talk right to the person that sits on the mercy seat. And the last part of this talks about who was and is and is.
five, twelve. All right, we went a full, uh, what did we get, 4.30, 5.30, 6.30, three and a half hours <laughs> on this broadcast. So uh, we really appreciate you guys spending the time with us that could make it. Um, it's been a beautiful time. Um, we had uh, Kirk Elliott give an give a update on the economy. We went over all kinds of news, reviewed Amanda's prophetic word in detail from um, last week. Then we had Juan Savadon for about an hour and a half, and then another hour of praise and prayer. I really appreciate you joining us. Um, we do praise and prayer usually every Monday and Thursday, um, so we'd love to have you join us on that. And we also play the same beautiful music as we're learning the Word of God on Word and Worship on Friday and Sunday morning. So tomorrow night we'll be on with Gus and I will be teaching. Of course, he's in a wedding, so I might be teaching on my own tomorrow. But uh, we're going over uh, the book of John on Friday nights. And I'm doing end time teaching on, on and we'll go over Daniel 12, as well as some other end time teachings on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. CST. Love to have you guys join us on Word and Worship where we get this beautiful worship videos as well as, as, well as uh, learn the Word of God these next couple of days. Um, if you um, want to come backstage, we have backstage during those word and worship for, we have it for PCR. We have so much more in backstage. If you just go to blessedteach.com and hit the backstage tab. We're also communing together. You should not be isolated in the neighborhood. Join the neighborhood, right? It's neighborhood.social. It is a Facebook replacement platform we created for this community. Again, I think you'll love it. If you want to be around other Christian patriots, I think we have nine or 10 groups that actually meet on Zoom calls when we're not backstage, right? And mostly, almost all fully around the Bible and really communion and really getting ready for the great harvest of people coming and hurting and needing to be around other people. And so if we can train you on how to really love other people, understand transformational prayer, healing prayer, and we are getting ready for the great harvest. We're gonna have the great awakening, the great exodus. And it's going to be preceded by the glory coming down on us like never before. And that's going to be the great harvest where we have stadiums full of people coming to see the Lord. It's going to be a beautiful time. Love to have you join this ministry. Um, you can do that by just going to blessedteach.com. Blessed with the number 2teach.com. You'll see the link to the neighborhood, the link to backstage, the link to the show notes to get everything I've shown you here for that. You also have the training tab where you can take specific training on how to be an impactor for truth during such a time as this. And really learn how God's called, what's God's calling you to do at this point in time. I love you guys. Can't wait to see you uh, tomorrow night at 5 p.m. CST for more word and worship. God bless. And with that, uh, backstagers, if you wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Shalom, shalom. May God's blessings go with you all. God bless you. Bye bye. Talk to you soon. Stay in faith, not fear. Faith, not sight. Right. Amen.